Broadcasting from the jungles of Southeast Asia, it is time for the Ed Nam Rock Podcast! What's up, all you pimps, players, and hustlers? And I mean that because that's exactly what's been happening during this critical time in my home state of California, I can't really speak for any other state. I've only heard, I got folks in Nevada, I got folks in Arizona, I got folks in Texas, uh, and some peeps in, in the East Coast, but it's been, it's been pretty interesting because a lot of, a lot of new characters have surfaced, and what I mean by characters I want to start off by giving a humongous, and I mean humongous, shout out to the homie D-Rod. His real name is Daniel Rodriguez. Who is Daniel Rodriguez, you might ask? Well, cheering for the home team here, me living in SGV and also kind of worlds intertwined with this uh, professional UFC fighter, um, He's basically 13 and two right now, although he should be 14 and one, in my opinion, because the last fight he had with uh, Nicholas Dalby, um, if you ask me, I think the the judges were smoking crack. They're hitting the Scante too hard. So um, shout out to Daniel Rodriguez. Look out for him. He is in the welterweight division. His last fight was last Saturday, November 21st. UFC 255. Um, I'm a big fan of, of D-Rod. I know I've seen him around before because I used to party in Alhambra. I still kind of do, but everything shut down. He's a little bit younger than I am. Uh, nonetheless, a hell of a fighter. Uh, be sure you follow him on Instagram. Uh, I believe his handle is D-Rod. If I remember, uh, let me just fact check that and make sure because it's D underscore rod underscore ufc and the homie is verified so he's legit i'm a huge huge fan um mike Juarez, what's up brother what's up uh shout out to d rod thanks for the inspiration a lot of the kids here are very very inspired by you uh even us older ogs man we're getting there it's it's good to see someone from the hometown uh, do something with themselves and really excel. And I, I, like, like you said, man, this last, last week, the, the loss against Dalby, I say you run that shit back. And um, this is just going to turn into a fucking monster uh, as I'm quoting you. So uh, shout out to D-Rod. Um, can't wait to see the strap on your way soon. Um, you know, proud of you, man. But um, before I bring on all my guests, I, I, I really wanted to, I wanted to spotlight something. And this is not me being a dick, but this guy just kind of like, all right, dude, like that's enough of you fuckers, man. Like this is, this is getting out of hand. And um, I'll, I'll show you exactly how it started. Um, and it, surprisingly, it wasn't a meme which got me thrown in Facebook jail for like uh, three days. And um, long story short, it was, just, it was just a reshare that got me in trouble. So not the first time because 
me and Facebook have had a very, very big love-hate relationship for the past four or five years, maybe even more. Um, But let me show you what I shared. I shared this. Now, what is this? This is a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet from the notorious OG, triple OG, Ice-T. For all you youngsters, Ice-T was part of the gangster rap movement. And I say the late 80s, early 90s. Um, the shit that I got introduced to very, very young. I was only like nine or 10. Um, but this is his father-in-law. Uh, I'm sure you know his wife, Coco. Um, but Coco's dad was a serious no-masker. And COVID hit him. Uh, he got pneumonia in both lungs. He spent 40 days in the ICU, close to dying. Now he's on oxygen indefinitely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. And he says, oh, he's a believer now. COVID is not a game. It is not a game. Absolutely. And uh, I say this because from personal experience, it happened to me. Not me personally, but it happened to my wife. And um, it fucking sucks, man. Some people get hit really hard with it. Other people just, um, you know, they're, they're healthy enough to fight it. Uh, but here, here's, here's what, what, uh, transpired after that. And this is what I'm, I've been dealing with this shit for too long already. And I remember at first I was one of these people, not, not so hardcore, but I didn't, I kind of, I didn't play it down, but I undermined it the way it should not be undermined And that's, I hold myself accountable and I say, fuck, that's my bad lesson, lesson learned. We will not be doing that again. And a comment appeared on this screenshot of the tweet. And this is what Life by Jared James commented. He commented, Ice-T says two plus two equals five. Are you a believer? And I replied with, this has to be the most asinine fucking comment of the night. And it is like, what the fuck does he mean by this? This is stupid. And then I told him, I'm like, hey, stop being an insensitive asshole. And, you know, have some compassion for people that are fighting for the life. And need you know, my wife also contracted COVID-19. And the, the first 10 days sucked balls. And, you know, kiss the food you love goodbye for oh, if you're lucky maybe four to five days. If you're not, if you're like her, it'll be a month. And then he goes on to reply with this, which I'm like, dude, this motherfucker, man, like, are you serious? And I get what he, where he's going with this. I'm like, okay, he sounds familiar. Like some of these dudes that, and I'll get to what I mean right now, because I'm setting setting this up for something because he said, great, thanks. And can you also highlight how someone can prove that by not wearing a mask that actually caused his illness. Okay. So from personal experience, what happened to us? Yeah. We gathered with people that we always gather with. That's our bubble. We showed up maskless and disaster struck. What's the moral of the story? Don't gather so big like that, especially and wear a mask or keep your distance or don't gather at all. It's very simple, but 
you know the 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 static that everyone's fucking going through right now. And I, I don't blame you because I was one of those people. Uh, not to say I was undermining the virus. I was basically following all the rules except for that particular day. And I dodged the bullet, but my wife didn't. So we're holding ourselves accountable. We're not doing this like all you other fucking peons that fucking just are quick to fucking blame people. That's not how this works. Hold yourself accountable, learn from it, grow from it. And that's it. Lesson learned. Uh, you win some, you lose some. That's how it is in sports. And I take it a lot of people don't, you know, I know don't play sports so they don't get the concept. And, um, and then it gets even more bizarre. Um, he goes on to reply with this. And this is where I'm setting it up for you guys. So you guys could know. Uh, he said, also, have you seen the COVID rates of states and countries with mask mandates? And the answer is yes. Many of them, the cases go up after mask mandates. Okay. Do you know why you stupid fucking idiot? When you tell people what to do, you tell them you can't do this, you can't do that, you must do this, they're not going to fucking do it. If you're mandating people, like my mama says, te estoy mandando, what was the first thing I would do as a kid? I would defy it. I wouldn't fucking do it. That's why we're have. that's why we're here. Here we are. No one was wearing it. I know I wasn't wearing it around my family. And look what happened to us. That's why the mandates don't work. I've, I'm a strong believer because I've, I was in sales for half of my life. You have to find a more clever way than fear to get people to do something for you. And um, there's a book. Um, I can say this on air simply because I've had people who have served time for a long time. And they have told me about a book that, um, you know, is pretty much banned in the pinta, as they would say. And uh, I keep forgetting the name of the book. God damn it. I had it right here. I was going to share it with you guys. But as a matter of fact, I won't. I'll leave you hanging on that. If you want to find out, DM me and I'll, I'll get it for you because I've read it. And it's basically the art of coercion and manipulation. And um, I read it during my sales training and it basically made me the most, I'm not going to say narcissist because I'm not a narcissist. It made me a master closer, a master manipulator. Um, so, you know, hit me up for that. And that, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty interesting stuff to read, but it's been banned in a lot of jails and prisons. So um, now that that's my opinion that why that's happening and now he basically ends with this and this is basically when i told him to, okay dude you've had enough i'm gonna call you out on the podcast and this is what i'm gonna tell you and this is what he said on the reply he said cool beans did you know medical treatment is one of the top five killers in the united states Anyway, when you go for your vaccine, be sure to ask them to give you a double dose to make sure you're really protected. Take care. Okay, he said medical treatment is one of the top five killers in the U.S. So I'm like, hmm, okay, dude, I know that's not true. So let's fact check it live on the podcast. 
to tell this motherfucker that he is 100% wrong. And the source here is MD Links. It's a very uh, public um, site. Um, and let's start from the top. So number 10 is suicide. Number nine is kidney disease. Let me see. Let me actually high, uh, zoom in on it so you can see a little bit better. Um, number eight, influenza and pneumonia. Okay, now sprinkle a little bit of COVID on there. That's probably going to get up there soon if we don't take care of this shit. Because even the flu, we haven't gotten a grip on. And now we get this new one that we might know something about it. We might not. And people are still dying, man. So is the, is the vaccine the end-all be-all? I don't think so. We have to find more information and trust the smart people, not the politicians to make very, very critical decisions when it comes to our health. Now, number seven, diabetes. Number six, Alzheimer's. Number five, cerebrovascular diseases. Number four, chronic lower respiratory diseases. Number three, accidents and unintentional injuries. Number two is cancer. Number one is heart disease. Did anyone see medical treatment? as one of the top five reasons causes a death in the United States. The answer is no. So this guy's full of shit. And then he went on to say that the inventor of the current test that you're taking, which is uh, called the, um, the PCR test, uh, it's called the poly, poly, polymeris chain reaction test. He went and said that the, the inventor of this fucking uh, Elias. Oh, bro, man, what's up? Yes, The Art of War. That's also, um, I don't know if people in the Pinta have been reading that, but I heard a lot of people have. Uh, also, The Book of Three Rings. Um, you know, rest in peace to my, um, my uncle, my cousin. I don't know what to call him anymore. My pseudo cousin. Uh, he told me about all these books he wrote at, um, <clears throat> I believe, is uh, Lompoc and Chino. So. Um, but nonetheless, the he was he was just throwing this this fact this stuff that I had to fact check that the COVID nineteen test is a fraud, and it turns out it's not true. It's misleading because the quote um, regarding the limitations of the current PCR test uh, they're they're not from the inventor himself. And, and in any case, it's not evidence that the test is fraudulent. Just to let you guys know, if you guys run into this disinformation, which is a lot of it on the internet. And, um, but the PCR tests are being widely used in the UK, for example, to show that SARS COVID-2 viral genetic material is present in the patient. So it's working for COVID-19, which is also uh, a form of SARS, um, which I believe also it's a, form of the common cold but but ultimately he had a website and i went on it and as soon as i saw it i'm like oh you're one of these fuckers this is what he is he's a QAnon fucking dick writer all this shit this is his website truthvendor.com He's talking about the Kraken release that the trump legal team is going to drop info nukes at press conference i saw the press conference that lady right there got fired <laughs> so for being too conspirator. Now the new shit with Giuliani and Michael Flynn, that shit's going to be under investigation. So Donald Trump is not even hiding 
his corruption. Now, let me just say this about Joe Biden. Don't let him fool you either. The reason I say this is if you've known magicians, I know them personally. When they have you look at the right hand, keep your, keep your peripheral. Don't look at the left hand, but make sure you're keeping an eye peripherally at the left hand. What I say peripherally, you know, you're looking at the right hand, but you're not directly looking at the left hand, but you can see it if you know what I'm talking about. That's what you're supposed to be fucking doing, because the minute you look, the right hand is going to do something else. It's called the art of deception. And it's fucking beautiful. And look at this motherfucker. He's talking about, okay, the human trafficking thing. I known about this for a long time. It's no fucking secret. But the whistle on elite pedophiles. Okay. The only elite pedophile that's been publicly fucking shamed and got caught and could pretty much throw under the bus is not alive to tell about it. And that's something I did a podcast on. So I can't disagree with that. I'm not going to bash on that. But um, this whole thing with Giuliani, he revealed shocking evidence of voter fraud in a 2020 election and me going down that rabbit hole, I was like, God damn, these people are too sober for this shit, man. Seriously, because a lot of it is not even real video, man. And I was like, shit, dude, I'm reading all this and look, he's got pictures of Biden. So then I wanted to send them the link (laughs) Uh, and he blocked me from fucking Instagram. So that's how that ended. So What's up, Marrero? Seems like I tuned in at the right time. Yes, you did, because it is the right time for me to bring on my confidants, my friends, uh, even my former students, man. This is this is crazy for me to say, but um, a little bit of background on um, Chooks and uh, Scuba. I know Chooks is Larry, um, but I'll call him Chooks. It's, it's short for Chuko. Um, let me, we'll explain what that means for all my white friends. Um, but nonetheless, um, Scuba and Chooks have been, uh, part of my life for quite some time. I mean, they've been around for a while and they never stopped coming around. They never peeped out. They never hid. They've always been transparent. They've always had a goal in mind for what they want to do in life and they've achieved it. Uh, and now they are owners of Sound Olympus, uh, and it's like East LA, LA commerce. So, um, you know, it's a very VIP, very exclusive fraternity of studios. I'm kidding. Uh, but be sure you inquire with them with both of them because they're, they're very good at what they do. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, please welcome Chooks Barbosa and the homie. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, what's up, fellas? Hey, good to have you guys on. I mean, I had Scuba on last week and we just scratched the surface, Larry. We're like, fuck, we were missing you on the podcast. Mm. And um, I'm like, God, dude. And then when we went offline, I was like, ah, we, need to, we need to run it back. We need to get Jukes. We need to get Larry on the podcast. And then just completely, I guess, kind of start off where we left off. But, you know, we'll we'll give it a little bit of context to the people who are, who are listening. And um. Uh, Chooks, thanks for joining us, man. Scuba, thank you again. Uh, I, I, ho- I hope you're feeling okay. Yeah. Um, I know it's, um, this whole thing is tough, but, um, the one thing I'll, I mean, I'll start with Larry. Uh, what'd you prefer Larry or Chooks? I mean, cause obviously the Chooks thing, we got to give it a little ba- bit of background to the, to the homies here watching. Um, but 
it's only like a, I guess like a Latino Mexican Chicano thing. Everyone knows what chuco means. It's short for pa chuco. Um, how did you get that nickname though? I never asked you that. Oh, Larry, we can't hear you, man. What happened? You're muted. Are you muted? Hold on. Let me remove him and put him back on. Let's see. How about now? Say something. Check your uh, check your mic settings on the thing. Fucking engineer. <laughs> I'm surprised it all works, bro. That's what fucking Neil used to say. But um, go down to Cam and Mike, and then just fuck with the the audio settings. This is something I always go through on this fucking browser, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it all works. Or something. Because you're on your phone, Oscuba. No, nah, no, nah, I'm on the laptop. Not yet, Larry. Not yet. Not yet. If you want, uh, exit the 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 podcast and then come back in, and it'll probably re up. Um, that usually works for uh for people. Like actually get out and then come back in. Yeah, he'll co- he'll come back in. How how you feeling, Scoobo? You you doing okay? Yeah, I'm l- looking at your background. What what is that? Like a city? Oh, so it's um. I have a few, so let me see if I can minimize this shit down so you can see it. Yeah, that was dope. In some way. This is what it is. Uh, uh, I guess we got to, like, remove people from the actual uh, screen ah, to check it out. But okay. it, it's it's a, it's a cityscape, and um, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you know you know about photography. Yeah, that's um, what I was looking at. Like, I like how they did that. Yeah. Looking. That was dope. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know. I'm feeling good, though. Um, I had a headache earlier. Uh, just pressure. And um, that's about it. All right. Okay. Test, test, test. There you go. Shooks is back. That's all it is, bro. We're back. We're back. <laughs> See, we're, hey, we're engineers. We figure it out. <laughs> exactly, bro. Now, but like we were saying, I mean, um, how did you get the name, the nickname Chuko? Chooks. Well, straight up, you know, like, um, you know, like hip hop was a big influence in my life, graffiti and all that. Um, but you know, when you're dealing, when you're all, when you're dealing with the streets, you know, you sometimes you take it to another level, and that was a bit different period in my in my life. You know what I mean? Uh, the name just kind of stuck. Chugo. Um, you know, I heard a friend just say, "Call me Chooks one time, and then it kind of just stuck from there. That's awesome, and and it's it's funny because um, how we should uh, really vibe with each other because you're OC. And we're LA County. We're Dodger fans. You're an Angel fan. And it was like a very, like, I know people from Anaheim. I know people from Santa Ana. Uh, I know people as far as Tustin and Costa Mesa. But the ones I really vibed with all the time was all the homies from Anaheim because I would always see them at the same bars in Anaheim Anaheim off of State College uh, right there off the, the freeway exit. And back then it was, uh, we would uh, go to the in and out right there at the shopping center and just kind of bar hop, whatever that was right there. But it was, they were, they were speaking the same lingo. And that's when I met you and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Basically it's like a, like a segue, bro. Like that, just two different bridges, same fucking pathway, man. But um, yeah, yeah, I was interested. I was interested to know how you got the, the nickname because uh, the way you spelled it, a lot of people were pronouncing it as Chucks. I'm like, no, it's Chooks. It's W. And um, 
now that yeah, you brought yeah. it to my attention, I was like, ah, oh, it makes sense now. But but fuck, a hey, mystery solved, bro. Mystery solved. But uh, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, Chooks is actually at the studio, as was Scuba last week. Yeah. And uh, the only difference is uh, the movie's not playing in the background. So. Chooks, Scuba didn't know that. I forgot what movie was playing in the background, but I could f- hear it faintly. Hatefully. During the most dynamic parts. Hatefully. Oh, it's probably it's probably that one awkward part where it's like he's about to do that fucking. He's all telling him what he made his dude, his dad do or something. Oh shit! Now I forgot what he was, and then he was breaking some um, some some flower, and uh, I I I remember seeing him roll like like a fucking pro, dude. I'm like, and he basically was talking and doing it like this, and I'm just going like this, going this motherfucker, man. Mm. He's, it's like second nature it's like basically like it's, it's, it's second nature and um you know we, we see it a lot at the studio too yeah um, so it's kind of second nature um but yeah man yeah hey thanks thanks for having us no absolutely and that's that's oh, kind of what i wanted to talk yeah i wanted to talk to to both of you about this um because uh, it's funny because as soon as i um i started kind of like uh, plug in the studio a lot of you know a lot of the young the young cats are like oh i'm looking for studio time oh i'm looking for studio time and i, I i'm like look um i'm a very i'm very professional with this and i want to i want to refer you to them but you must hear that from them what their policies are uh what type of payment uh they take um i want the both of you i'll start with you larry with chooks I want you to tell people watching because I know I got some people on on YouTube watching. What is it that you? What are the expectations that you set from the moment you get the phone call, the DM, to the time from the final master delivery? Like, how is it that you guys run the studio from the phone call, the DM, or the text to the final delivery? Okay, so I try to make it very easy for them. And I give them tips on how they could be saving money. So when they come here, they utilize the time wisely and everything. And I tell them all the same thing. Hey, it doesn't matter if it's your first song because I've had like artists that have been recording for years. And then I got, I really got people that's the first time stepping into a studio. I'm like, hey, it doesn't matter if it's your first time. If you follow these easy steps, you'll get somewhere. And I break it down like this. I'm like, first of all, one of the biggest ones is if you're using the studio for recording purposes, you're not gonna write your song here. Practice the song, that's my number one. Practice the song so much that you don't need a paper because there's a fluidity that comes out when you're recording your song. It just, it just flows better, you're quicker to it, you're more happier with the takes, it's, it's quicker, you just saved yourself like so much time. So it gives me more time to mix. Here's the thing Absolutely. that I tell people, you know, which leads to the next thing. I'm only going to mix like here's this is just one way I go about payments and stuff like that is that I learned it's better to work um, by the hour. And let me tell you why it works for me It's because I could I could I'm only working as much as money as much money as you put in, you know, and I'm not going to work like eight hours mixing a song if I'm only getting paid for one. Like, we could do eight hours of mixing, I, and you'll go. Me and Scuba will go. You'll see us clicking buttons. We'll me- we're, we're tinkering with it. We're messing with it, and, you know, we'll get that sound. But, yeah, first and yeah. foremost, 
is is have your thing done okay boom second of all bring your beats whatever in a flash drive you know bring bring come prepared with these little things that you might need to transfer this transfer it back you know like boom 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 sometimes we got like three computers going off at the same time right here at the studio because i got my computer running they got their laptop running and then they're exporting from another from the producers and we're passing it back and forth you know what i mean yeah. it's just boom, boom, constant constant so come prepared uh come little things you know come have eaten you know don't come hungry um yeah, yeah. you know whatever out um it, certain things to help you get in your zone now i will say this some people like you know a little smoke a little drink there's nothing wrong with that but as soon as that interferes with your work mm -hmm. you're messing with your work you know that you're messing you know it becomes a nuisance so yeah. there's a thin line there's a thin line you know but you know, it's it's these little things. If you come prepared and everything, I've had artists come. It's their first time, and I could tell they practice. Like you know what I mean. And I yeah. tell them, I'm yeah. like, hey, you. I could tell you practice. That's good. Like right now, I'm gonna utilize this time right now to do a lot more mixing and mastery. Because you know, a lot of the work is in the mix. I'm gonna start to do a lot of the work in the mix, and then and then give you a solid product by the time you're done with it. So That's yeah, awesome those because. Are you know, I had to break this down to a lot of, I mean, you guys, you guys were there at one point where, you know, you guys were new to it. You guys are very, very green, but you guys got to dive in and, you know, make your mistakes and learn from them and pass that shit on to what you guys are doing now. And I find myself now basically educating a lot of the young aspiring, whether they're rappers or, you know, music producers, beat makers, whatever the one they call themselves. Um, I tell them, look, there's a lifestyle that gets really romanticized with this culture of not only hip hop, but rock and roll too, man. Rock and roll is not exempt. It's just as, it's just as glamorous, man. It's just as romanticized. And I'm like, you can't get caught up on it. Yes, you, you dabble. That's fine. But the minute it becomes more important than what your end goal is for your art, for your work, for your self-worth, then that's when you have to re reanalyze and check yourself um, about what is it that you really want. Do you just want to party or you want to get to work? And um, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever had um, someone like that in the studio um, that you're like, hey, man, you need to come back when, you know, you're not too fucked up. You need to come back when, you're, you know, you're sober. Have you guys ever oh, dealt yeah. with that? Oh, yeah. That's why I told you last week. Some motherfuckers are dirty out here, bro. Like you'd be surprised. Yeah. But it's cool though, because like once you kind of check them and shit, they could they they come back the next time proper. Like for instance, um, what was it last uh like two two weeks ago, uh, Chuk shot me a client. This was from um, not Jersey, not Jersey. Uh, from where that fool uh Jay Cole's from, whatever city he's from. I remember. He's, I I don't remember where, but he specifically said where, where that fool the same neighborhood. Yeah. I think um, well, East East Coast cat. I know there are all from the East Coast. Some are out there. So like, yeah. uh, he he was right there, and um, he's like, oh, is it cool if I like a uh, spark up? I'm like, yeah, cool. Me me thinking it's trees or some shit. I'm right here getting mm -hmm. the mix prepared, and I started smiling. I'm like, oh, smiles. I'm a like, good kind of strong. Maybe it's like a backwood or something. And then about like two three minutes go by, I'm like, wait, that shit sounds like tobacco. I turn around, this was smoking a straight blackened mouth right behind Larry. Where uh, he that no, and, and I just said like, hey, bro, like, and he's like, oh my nigga, hey man, so we can't uh, blah blah blah. I'm like, nah, bro, we gotta do that outside, <laughs> gotta do that outside <laughs> man. But yeah. but see, it's yeah. just, just, a, just, a, just, a, just 
it it it's cool because it's all like they'll come at it at and at first way not knowing and shit really what's up yeah we'll talk to them and, and let them know the get down the next time they come more proper and then they'll come right. more and all that but i guess it's kind of like people at some studios don't care so like oh yeah smoke up do whatever you want so if right. when uh routine at one studio you'll want to hop onto the next yeah but everybody has their own set of rules like with us like like troops just explained everything bro so it's like um all it really is is just like every time a new person comes in and they have their own background where they come from yeah. you kind of got to meet on neutral grounds but for the most part most people who come in are always like just anxious or more nervous or like hyped up mm. You know, interesting. Okay, like Chuck was saying, you have the dude; it's his first time, but you can tell he's a little nervous, and he'll be on the mic, be like, "Yeah, but, uh, but you can tell it's his first fucking trying shit." So, um, then he comes back the next time, as an example, and then he's doing more better. You could hear he got his little juice flowing, his comfortability and shit. It's kind of like meeting somewhere for the first time or going yeah. into any new job. You got to get used to meeting the whole crew and. Once you're all cool and clicked up, you're kind of happy to go to work rather than being all on your toes. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I hear oh. you because I, I've seen it with um, I saw it with both of you when, um, you know, that's reminiscent of what what used to be because mm -hmm. um, uh, Chooks, we were talking about Pinnacle, uh, Pinnacle College last week and how there, there was there was a lot of things that, for example, I went through the nine month program which only offered a certificate, but they squeezed a lot of information in those nine months. And if you're not, if you're very new to it, that is not enough time for you to absorb all of that. Hence the program that both of you um, graduated from and, you know, actually have a, some type of credential, which is awesome because I don't have that. <coughs> and see, seeing the both of you basically go through man you guys went through some shit seriously like i i saw all the flaws because i came later um i remember scuba was was uh kind of timelining this for me you guys started in march, march and uh march yeah and i came around may uh, approximately two months later and you guys were basically like my cohort like you guys were my students and uh it's funny because i was talking to the homegirl denise about this and uh, she's like, man, be sure you, you talk shit about what, what what could have been. And this, I'm like, man, I have so much bone to pick with that business. But I mean, it's it's gone and buried. So now I, well, I'm open to talk about it. Uh, yeah. But I will say this because it's public and this is the fucking creepiest shit ever. And I'm going to share this with you guys. Do you guys remember we had a, I think uh, it was like a, not a vice president. But there was a blonde lady that would come from Sacramento and basically survey the whole campus. She was very fairly new. She was the one that that, that had a basically axe uh, Dan Heck. I don't know if you guys remember her. Her name was Chris Pedretti. No. Remember that? Okay, no. well, she was the new head bitch in charge, right, for a while. And, you know, some some like just like any other position, some like her, some didn't like her, whatever. Um, but nonetheless, she was brought in to at least kind of you know, patch some holes in the sinking ship, as I like to say, Chooks, you know, you know, the, the, the ship was sinking, bro. You know, yeah. you can't just throw can, buckets out of water, you know. Can I ask you a question? Because you're yeah, you were from the inside and I and I had my own philosophy where it kind of went down. But like, oh. Oh. at what point did it go like like 
like what point was it like the last thing where it killed it like or what person or what caused that last thing coming from the inside because we had our own idea from the outside but yeah. it's just speculation you know what i mean um right. but if you could well, give us that closure you, that'd be let me great ask you this question and i'll and i'll and I'll, I'll tell you if you're right or not what did you speculate what was going on uh basically that the school tried to go online and that's where it failed that was one one thing um, that, that, that out was... of maybe three okay and um what wound up happening was this um and i shared this with with scuba last week when i got the job larry uh stephen kimball do you guys remember him uh, mm. the old uh, director of cursor was a skinny skinny guy he played bass uh, uh really clean cut dude yeah 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 i think you guys barely got to know him because he was already on his way out uh, he had found another job, and of course, I was the first one to, to you know, get referred to it right away, and I got the job. I literally had to quit my other job that day and start Monday. Uh, it happened so fast. And he basically told me, Chooks, he's like, hey, man, you have about two years here. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, give maybe two years. Um, you know, there's there's some things happening with the school. But, you know, we brought you in because we thought maybe you can be a contributor contributor to the, the school at both both levels, both campuses. I was like, both campuses? Like, what the fuck? And it didn't happen like that. It went from, okay, that was 2014. Um, it, it was about two and a half years almost. And the first thing I noticed, Larry, Chooks, was... I got to meet the owner's son, the owner of, of Pinnacle. And I was like, oh, well, shit, this is the problem right here. Cool guy offline, bro. Like, I could kick it with the dude. But he, re- he reminded me so much of Donald Trump Jr., bro. Like, like, it was that bad. Very condescending. You would talk down to people. Um had the right philosophies, didn't know how to apply them. I understood him, but he was one of those dudes where he would host a meeting for himself and you were just a spectator and I get you involved. He was one of those guys. Ah, okay. And then he would ask if you, he would ask, he would check in with you to see if you were actually chiming in and stuff like that. But no one gave a shit, man. I mean, one person gave a shit. It was me, but I had, I was, you know me, I'm, I'm very brazen with people. If I have to cut you off because you're taking too much of my fucking time, I'll be, t- I'll, no, this, no disrespect. I'm just going to tell you, I'm like, Hey, you know, wrap it up, son. I got to go. Boom. But, you know, I would tell them that in a very diplomatic way. So that was one problem there, Ch- Chooks. There was one, that was the first one. The second one was the, um, the program itself, uh, the music production recording arts program, uh, great layout. It was written by two, three of the most grandiose curriculum writers. And to this day, mm-hmm. one of them is still writing curriculum for Musicians Institute. And that's Carter. Shout out to Carter. 
but you guys remember Carter, the is professor of the com- the professor of the compressor, was yes, his exactly. <laughs> and fuck, man, to this day, I still come to him for for yeah, you know just to check to my hand with different though. Yeah, hey, shout out to Carter for sure. Hey, you know what? As a matter of fact, can, can I give the shout out to to a few of the people at Pinnacle College? Let me shout man. out. Absolutely. First of all, let me shout you out. There's here's the cool people that I always love with. I had love for pretty much everybody. I didn't hate anybody. Everything was cool. But there were certain teachers that really stuck with me. Like, like there was a Mesta, TJ. Yeah. Um, there was name name a few scuba. Name a few. Just like Dan Reynolds. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Dan, Dan Reynolds. He got a big job too. Neil. <laughs> Neil's the craziest motherfucker to this day. He's the only teacher ever who's just like a mad scientist just coming out of the street and driving <laughs> every morning. All and of them. They were all cool in their own way. Uh, Brian the Lion. Who else was there? Um, Even that one dude that I went in with. I remember I walked in the school at D one day one morning with like two chorizo burritos. He's like, hey, you can't him. And I'm like, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian, yeah. Hey Brian, you remember Brian came in late. Brian came in late, and so by then the class already had developed their, uh, you know, like who they liked. <laughs> he came late, and on the first day, our class chewed him out completely. Like, like not chewed him. They're just like completely like he walked in with the burrito. And the first thing he tells them all is like, "Oh, you can't eat it that in there." He just walks right by him like, "Oh yeah." I'm still eating, you know. Like <laughs> everybody was just going off. Like he didn't know what to do that first day. He's cool though, you know. Everybody settled yeah. down. But that yeah. that first day initially, like he got thrown, he got thrown way off, like by everybody. I was like, proud of was too. Proud. I, I was still like what, like twenty nineteen or some shit. So I was still young. This is almost <laughs> seven years ago going, man. That yeah, yeah. And, and then were. okay, and and then for the people that helped me out, actually, you know, like like you that was in the front office um there was uh you know who who was also a big part of this too um there's 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 two guys anton and antoine yeah i'm talking about the dude the the dude that was from um where was, he was he from? From either india or singapore one yeah. of those two yeah um one of those two yeah and then yeah, the, yeah. Other one's Israeli, and the other one's israeli yeah yeah, yeah, okay. So the one yeah. from like India or had that yeah. dude. So check this out. I was supposed to sign up for the night class and I was supposed to work construction during the day. Then they throw me this curveball like, oh, there's not enough people for the night class. So then I had to quit my job. And like a bunch of things came, just came and then I was just saw him trying to figure out my head and he could see it. And then he's like, hey, man, it's never going to get easier. No yeah. matter what you do in life, if you have goals, you think that oh you're gonna wait for a time where it's gonna get e- it's never gonna get easier. You gotta figure yeah. it out and just do it right then and there. You gotta do it right then and there. Like you said, the program was two years. That's two years that I had to figure out how to get from Orange County to damn near Pasadena yeah. every day. You yeah. know what I mean? And I always reflect on this because I know like me and homeboy and me and a few people, me um like we had no money in our gas tank we barely had lunch you know what i mean we're eating that costco pizza i can't even tell you how many times we went costco pizza and got costco sick pizza and wendy's. wendy's wendy's yeah wendy's like i mean it's you know it's all good it's, it's these things kind of you know make you like you know like you know like because i remember i'm like man i can't wait till the day i know all this audio knowledge so i could do something yeah. now here i am you yeah. know during covid 
who was my main bread maker pff, right here. I'm sitting yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Who kept my sanity? Who gave me a sanctuary? Yep. Like this fucking place, you know, this knowledge that I acquired at this place. And I do know, I do know there's some animosity about the program and everything. Of course oh, totally. there is. I had animosity. Of course there is. I have animosity. But listen, if that's what you're looking for, that's what you're going to find. Yeah. You know, whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. I, I used what I can from there. I used a lot of the skills. We got the whole program. Me and Homeboy, we got the whole program, still the digital program. So we could break into yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we we could the whole course. We got like sample libraries. All the sample yeah. libraries are on those computers. Yeah. I'm going to take off to Idaho and just have my own school shit. I got the whole course. It was uh, basically like the sacred text, bro, that a lot of people had. And uh, we still yeah. reminisce about that. But the biggest bone to pick I had with the program is they would not let me take classes after work. Did you know mm. that? I asked. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I did the nine month here and I work here. Can I just come to school here? They told me no. Yeah. And that was like, what the fuck? That's like, a red flag. That well, would be I, knew, I knew why now, because I knew that, you know, I, I was not going to be able to complete the program and be one of those people that was in that meeting in January talking about the teach out. And you guys already finished the program by then. Um, I think you guys are the last ones that made it through that threshold, right? No, correct. We were, we were one of the main classes, one of yeah. the main last classes that got the full pinnacle experience. Because right. I remember watching the classes right behind us; they were just cutting shit off and yeah. like axing yeah. people. Yeah. But our class was surprisingly big, and and yeah. you know, there's fluctuations, but compared to the other classes, because some of the other classes like three or four people, but ours yeah. remained. It, it remained pretty large, um, and I liked it. There was like, a, yeah. just I liked that there was a collage of like different personalities there. Was, right. You know what I mean? It wasn't. You, it you was know, and when I first when I first started there, uh, my impression wasn't wasn't great, bro. Like, um, you know, maybe starting to work there because the minute I walked in to the the double glass doors and you see the sign Pinnacle College downstairs, you go down to the basement. Oh, I, I seen. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Stephen Medlin. Uh, I forgot what uh what remember ball kid it was always scratching his head but make dope beats he was in Philip oh, Rivera's so. class I, I think um, so remember Philip bearded Philip yeah know, this is the class before you guys um, yeah Philip no he, he was before us yes yeah yeah he spit on the fucking sign and said fuck this school and this is my first day going into work oh, shit. and I was like oh fuck okay this can't be good. And then yeah, as I slowly yeah. learned the dynamic of of the the class, um, I'm like, oh, so you guys are being basically tossed left and right, and you guys are getting classes rescheduled, exams rescheduled. But I I told them like, look, man, this is a private institution. You paid cash for it. You took out loans. It's not it's not a public school. Just roll with the punches if you can. If not, just retake the course because you can. Because no, I don't even know why they weren't disclosing that for a while. Because um, I forgot what they were called. They weren't called retakes. Like you can actually, uh, if you didn't, you weren't about to pass the class. You guys know this better than I do. They give you a grace period for re-entry or something like that. Where you can just make up that class in a certain amount of time and you would just start the next term. Um, they, I know, they, I know they, they had, they had, left and came back. 
Yeah, they had some of those things. I was able to, um, for the most part, keep up with all of that. So I never dipped into that area. There was one. There was there was a part when I start when I started interning. Yeah. Where um, where it got kind of a little sketchy, and, and that's probably one of the classes I want I wanted to be part of the most because um, uh, Mesta was teaching it. Yeah. It was like it was like the mastering class. And and like and then I was like over here interning though at the same time because I felt like I felt I felt a little bit of pressure on myself you know what I mean like yeah. to, like to try to make you know what I mean try to but make something he, but respects to both of you man I was telling I was telling this to to Scuba last week out of all the people that I knew uh, during that time that I worked there you two always took my advice when I told you hey don't rely on the school, especially me to guarantee you any work. Cause I'm not, yeah. you know, cause I'm just going to show you the way and just go. But I also told you, Hey, get motherfuckers in the studio. If, if you can, and don't tell me, I didn't see nothing. I mean, the cat's out of the bag. Everyone did this shit. I know I did. I wouldn't make money off that fucking studio, dude, by bringing people in. Yeah, and yeah. that's something I remember, that I forgot who it was. They actually cut kicked us out the studio one time, and I was like, "Motherfucker, we're paying right here." He's like, ah, "I forgot who the fuck it was." Um, damn, someone. We were in Studio A. I remember it was me. I forgot who. Oh, it was. really? They straight walked in because uh, they have like some shit to like record. Oh, a teacher. It was a teacher, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, a teacher kicked. <laughs> A teacher was running what? their session. Was running one of their sessions. Yeah. Yes, this is a true story. One of their sessions, and they kicked this dude out the studio. <laughs> my head on my foot. Like I'm paying it. Like look. Like going back to everything I know now. Like I probably would have just like had a restraining order, because not that I would have done anything <laughs> like like physically or nothing like that because i would have really put yeah. them on the spot like talk some shit like now nah, fuck you you get the fuck out of here bro what are you i don't care if you're a teacher you're a grown man like i'm paying for this shit all yeah. they were doing was making money like you said they they yeah. had a session like oh this little fool don't even know what the fuck he's doing hey fool get out of here it's like he's yeah. playing on me and i was like what the fuck so this is kind of like um at that at like maybe a couple months before the shit was all done because that's when we kind of had an idea what to do when we walked in the studio yeah most of these people watching, if you put on an SSL board, most of us now, it's a little foggy. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. So yeah. compared to when we're back then finally getting into our, oh, we, we know how to do this. And yeah. we're getting like booted. I was just like, oh, that's crazy and shit. I even forgot yeah. which other teacher, they actually freaking uh, had us do their whole session that they had to do anyway. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, uh, um, I had a couple of people that I handpicked that uh had to graduate I'm, i know you guys are still in school and i actually paid them to run my session and mm -hmm. i would just produce the whole thing you know everyone knew this was kind of like a unwritten rule unwritten law that you know there's a reason why you're booking studio time and it's you know it's to basically get your hustle on dude i mean i would yeah. literally because i had keys sometimes i wouldn't leave there till like one o'clock in the morning sometimes and I remember one time and um, I forgot who I lit in. I don't know if it was one of you guys or one of the classes, uh, but I had to reset the cameras <laughs> and the surveillance so I wouldn't get in trouble letting people in after hours. Uh, yeah, that's but right. that's because, it's because I, I told the person to come, hey, you really want to get, 
you know, you want to get down with an actual uh, perfect stranger that you don't know, and you're going to run a session. This is, this is your first test. And this person basically wound up doing big things. And this person found out the <coughs> studio recording wasn't for him. So he, he took a different journey into uh, video editing. He said, I'd rather be doing that than audio because he's a, what's it called? A, a visual learner. He's not an auditory learner. Um, but props to him. I still talk to him. I got That's into cool. the same thing. I got into video editing too. Yeah, we um, all do. Well, it's it's crazy because I was telling Scuba that that's one of the programs that I was pushing to at least introduce how to do basic video importing, cutting, and exporting for uh, for your demo reels mm-hmm. and any yeah. kind of demonstration that you, you're going to showcase. And um, <laughs> uh, man, it was one out the one year out the other because I knew already uh, that second thing that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. um was was too big of a factor to 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 even like it was a juggernaut you weren't going to stop it but the third one chooks was yeah they wanted that program to go 100 online and i looked at them i'm like you guys are smoking crack dude no yeah. that's like saying i'm gonna teach you how to how to grapple how to how to do brazilian jujitsu on a computer with no person there with you. Be like grappling this, like, oh, oh. It's, like, it's going to be like one of those fucking weird fetish <laughs> videos, bro, with the only fans and shit. I was like, no, man. No, it's not going to yeah, work. That's not going to work. Um, yeah, but fuck, it, it was so reminiscent uh, uh, last week and right now. Um, but the this brings me, brings me to, the, to the next statement that I wanted to kind of like, you know, now I'm going to start tickling you guys as fucking brains bro so that way i can get some answers because we didn't really dive in last week and school was like <laughs> he's like bro he's like dude we're going in we, we haven't even we haven't even dove in but pinnacle um, clinical cynical <laughs> um, i want to i want to I'll, I'll highlight this question and you guys know better than i do because we're kind of like we're we're not worlds apart but we're not too i'm i'm already getting to og status but you guys are like not even there yet. You guys are tipping the iceberg. You guys are what late twenties? This was in my school. early thirties. I'm a young OG. Fuck, man. <laughs> in school, you're you're late twenties, right? Nah, I'm only twenty one. He he oh, hates yeah, to admit he's, it. He's, 19, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks he's in pinnacle on, on his oh, first turn. Dude. Oh, oh my god. When, when fucking uh um what was her name? When Heather did you guys have Heather or Jessica already in the front desk? Jessica. Heather and, uh, and Jessica, I think. Oh, yeah, because Heather was already on her way out. Yeah, she moved somebody, somebody, yes. So Jessica took over for somebody, and I remember, I do remember somebody there. I don't, I yeah, can't really put yeah. a face. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Is, is I, I still reminisce with Lisa about all this shit because I still talk to her, too, so. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah. Everyone had the uh, biggest crush on her, bro. I was always she crushing on that lady. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's, you know, it's, that place is historic because her 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 father in law is the one that started the program back in North I Hollywood. I know, she, Mr. Brian Inglesby. Yeah, she was actually really actually trying to help us. That was dope. Shit, I mean, yeah, she. I mean, as 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 cute as she is, man, fucking, she had a genuine fucking heart that you can tell right yeah, away. You're yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah, no bullshit with this lady, which is cool, man. I, to this I, day, I, man. I, 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 she she had to like leave or something too, and then like some other person yeah. 
and they weren't cutting it. And then she came back and it was like, fuck yeah, like about time and shit. Because of that reason that I just explained. And she left only because she she's like, okay, she thought it was going to the boat. The boat was going to sink earlier. Uh-huh. So she she hopped off. But then we were basically waving the white flag going, help us. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, basically, it was the last resort to have her make the school a little bit more money before it shut down. Mm-hmm. And the rest was just, I think it was her trying to find things that belong, that rightfully belong to her because she's the rightful heir of her husband, Ken, who was Brian's uh, son. Um, they probably had to come down before everything got auctioned and said, hey, you can't take this. You can't take that. Yeah, because they the uh, Brian Inglesby had a mic collection there somewhere, which I never found. I don't know where it's at. That was at least thirty seven thousand dollars. Probably in Aton's room with all the crazy or fucking buried in the uh, the other buildings that we want to go do impulse responses on. Hey, not on this one, but we got to plan that soon. I know a lot of people like all that. Yeah, I got some spooky shit. Like, well, okay, well, let, let's let's get to this question because I know Chooks uh, want, wants to dig into. Mm-hmm. So, um, th- and this is something that I'm very um, involved in and kind of educating young minds now because I am in education now, mm-hmm. um, public education to be exact. Um, so the question is, Chooks, do you think social media has resulted in more benefits? The negatives or the alternative? Like, has it basically been a good thing, a bad thing, or has it been like a plan B? Like, oh, we got this, right? But what are the advantages to social media? And of course, what are the disadvantages? Like, in your opinion, give me, give me your experience. How has it, how has it been an advantage for you? in a total fucking disadvantage, you're like, fuck this, this sometimes doesn't work or sometimes, you know, basically it's flaccid, bro. Like a limp dick, bro. That's basically what I could say. Hmm. Like in your opinion, yeah, so, how was how it benefit of you? Okay. So just like anything, you, you know, and using the right context, you know, if you use a tool, right? Like if you use a hammer, you're going to, you can build a house. You know what I mean? Just as well as you can bash somebody in the head over it with. It's the context yeah. in which you use it. Um, social media has been a big thing, I think, for me, for artists, for the studio, for just everything. Um, you know, you're able to get your music out, your product out to, like, people that might not, you know, be right here. Like, like for example, even music as an artist, you your music might be streaming in Switzerland for God knows whatever reason. And I've seen it with a few artists where, you know, they got on their thing, it maps out where they're getting the most streams. And you're, yeah. and you're looking at it like, why? For whatever reason. But guess what? Those strangers are supporting your music more than some of your loved ones is the reality of it. And so it's like, it's important to get it to those people because those people around you are not always going to be buying your stuff directly. Or So it's it's now with the social media, you can get out mm-hmm. to the whole world now. Even though there is disinformation with the internet and all these social media platforms, of course, it's provided a lot more awareness where, you know, now, regardless of anything, regardless of what political party or what you think, this or that, whatever it could be, 
I just like that people are concerned whether they're wrong. I love I love hearing yeah. it. I could let you know what I mean. That's not like you know what I mean. Like politics could go a bunch of places, but me, I take no sides, and I just like that the fact that now people care. Now there's awareness. Now yeah. whether you're wrong, wrong, I'm not gonna discuss that with most people, but. I, I'm, I like that, you know, it's awareness. So there's a lot, I, there's a lot that goes into it. And I, I believe it's for the better. I really do. It's, um, you know, it's brought a lot of people together, communities, you know, things yeah. to do. Even this, this solemnly, you know, it's running on, based on that. That's that's great. That's a way to, you know, talk, reminisce, you know. Yeah. For example, I remember, and this is going back to, I think, 20, 2014, 2015. Um, you were the first one to write on the whiteboard, uh, hands up, don't shoot. Remember that? I remember you were the one that wrote it on the whiteboard. This was, I, I think, uh, when the, it was in Mike Bake. That was, it was the kid's name that got murdered in, uh, by the police in St. Louis, uh, not St. Louis in Ferguson, Missouri. Oh. Um, I, I uh. forget his name. But um, this is yeah, six yeah. Years so ago. many names to remember. Yeah, yeah, of course. Brown. And what was it? Wasn't it Mike Brown? Uh, Mike Brown, yes. And the the minute I heard about it, um, yes, thank you, thank you, Anthony. It is Mike Brown. Yes, the minute I heard about it, I I heard I heard it on Facebook. I I heard it. I read all about it on Twitter. I read all about it on Instagram. And I'm thinking, oh, it's not. You know, it's not as impactful as it should be. I'm like, what's going on? And then, then you get the the drift over to the West Coast, and the first thing I see was the whiteboard, and no one knew what the fuck they were talking about. And I had to explain to the entire staff why, what that meant, and what it's all about. So there was a lot of doubt at first, like, oh, what is it? It's some type of like, um, they thought it was gang related, and I'm like. Well, in a sense, it is because if you want to categorize, you know, police into a gang category, you technically can with the mentality that's currently going on. And the forecast is just not very, it's not very bright. It's kind of stormy. And I had to fucking tell them. And then they went on social media and they're like, oh shit, this happened. I'm like, yes, man. And it's not looking good. There's civil unrest. And Man, Chooks, I thought that was just the tip. Uh, I knew that was just the, the tip of the iceberg um, because, of course, Trayvon Martin happened, too. Uh, and then fast forward. And, you know, also a lot of things happen in L.A. A lot of things happen in Orange County. And then this is something I was I was discussing with, with Scuba last week where you had mentioned a word, Chooks, that I have never heard before. And I had to turn to social media to find out what the fuck it was. And I remember you told, I, I'm sure you remember, Chooks, you're like, dude, that's what we have injunctions where I live. And I'm like, what the fuck is an injunction? And you're like, oh, Edgar, let me tell you, bro. And I'm like, what? And the minute you started talking about it, I'm just like, wait a minute, you can't go here because you live in this area because the, the, the district attorney from there sued the neighborhood gang, so you wouldn't leave the premises. Is that what I'm? Is that how I'm understanding? And you're like, yeah. And we get fucking harassed by the police department, and this is what it is. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, let me let me go research this first. And lo and behold, I was like, holy shit, this is basically like District Nine, dude. 
Yeah. It's like District yeah. Nine, like the fucking movie. And you, you know and, what? Yes, fuck, man. Yes, yes. And, and see, that's the that's the thing about it. It's like, it's like, it is just like District Nine because some people don't get to see this. You know, one of my bestest yeah. friends, like, like one day he was here, and then the next day you know, he grew up his whole life here. You know what I mean? The next he gets arrested for something small, something petty. And, you know, the next thing you know, he's he's over there. And it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, like, wait, what? Like, and family members, friends. And I'm like, what that? Like, like, is this normal? Like, like, they're just grabbing people and sending them away. Like, you know, people that, you know, I was just like, I started tripping out and then the yeah. junctions and then the lines. And then I'm like, this like, does anybody see what's going on here? Like. This whole police state, this whole like you know, I mean, all of this stuff going on is is like, is like we could always see it leading up to something. You know what I mean? We like we knew yeah, this. This, this is this this this. You could tell what's coming from miles away. All this stuff that's been coming up and everything is like very easy to spot. Like you know what I mean? So um, well, because it's been so, yeah, for the longest fucking time. You yeah, know, I, I mean, yeah, tra- tracing it back to, um, and I'm sure you guys have heard this story. And as a kid, you know, uh, growing up as a Dodger fan and not knowing the the dark fucking truth of the Chavez Ravine, I didn't find this out to my to my actual my adult life, man. Um, where I didn't know that from Brooklyn to L.A., you know, in order to construct the the entire stadium, they had to pull the entire like. There's a ton of Chicanos that lived at the Chavez Ravine. I didn't know yeah. that. And they were just forcing him out of their fucking homes, man, just yeah. to build the stadium. And I'm yep. just like, wait a minute. I'm like, okay, if that was going on back then, that's kind of like the gentrification that's happening now. And yep. I'm like, so it's always been formulated. That's when I read more about, you know, the what gentrification is, how it works, how it starts, how it's funded. And then how systemic racism is, is, is actually, dude, that thing has been, is, that's been around for a long fucking time. And people think I'm crazy for, I'm like, no, I go, there's a reason why you didn't get to go to a four-year university because this, and I went on about it and they were just like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like, yes, man. I'm like, that's the reality of it. I go, but your buddies in, in Santa and, and fucking, uh, what's that city over by Costa Mesa, uh, Irvine, your buddies in Costa Mesa, your buddies in Tustin, they were all going to modern day. They were all going to fucking, uh, maybe, uh, what's that other Long Beach poly who knows, man. And then, and this is the reason why. And again, I thank social media for having me find these things out. Um, but nonetheless, man, it's like, there's a downfall to this shit. And especially Definitely. with um, this, especially with this different disinformation thing that I was talking about at the beginning. And um, but at the same time, like, for example, I, I look at some of Scuba's feeds uh, on his Instagram. And, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Like um, for me, I like critical thinking shit. I always have. You guys know me. Um, and with Scuba, I think um, I think you had shared something about that the world is not valued in monetary compensation. It's not valued in money. It's valued in energy. And I'm a firm believer in that. And in not in a non, you know, you know, Uber religious way, like, you know, kind of evangelistic, 
I'm talking about a vibration that the three of us know, man. We all know frequencies from from the lowest hertz to the highest. And there's always something in between that really just kind of just puts everything together. Um, and, and, and it's true, man, because I'll give you an example, Scuba. One time in Studio A at Pinnacle, I had a young girl mm-hmm. that was tracking vocals. And um, remember how we used to sidechain uh, kick drums that were actually acoustic into um, a signal generator and open a gate and stuff like that with the sub? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you got to initialize the sub, right? So I hit a, I think it was Chooks, I hit a 35 hertz sub on the, uh, on the signal generator. And we were in Studio A. Remember that big equator system, right? Oh. Well, that frequency made her freak out, man, in the studio. She started crying and frantic and she ran out. I was like, holy shit. And then I talked to her. She said, oh, I don't know what that was, but it triggered my PTSD of, of the one time I got raped with this guy. Oh, what the- and I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I didn't mean to do that. Like, hey, but, you know, chill out. We're in the studio. Like, you freaked everyone out. And now we have to take a break. Um, but she's like, I, I, whatever you did, it, it, it it made me feel really scared and anxious and I freaked out and I'm like, I'm scratching my head. She was going, okay, well, I I can't, how do I explain this to, to someone that will probably experience that in the studio or in any other type of um, uh, like scenario. But then that's when I started studying binaural waves binaural beats, uh, all those brain waves, the deltas, the gammas, the betas, the alphas. And that's when it made sense. And when Scuba shared that on his story and I'm like, yes, okay, you're hitting, you're hitting something here, man. But um, yeah, it was, now that I think about it, that was, if you guys would have been in there, you guys would have been like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So I, I believe all that. And, and you know what? The more, the more, I'm starting to realize about life and what you guys just said, like, it's so right on the nail. Like, now I understand why I'm so attracted to audio because it's about understanding the energies, the frequencies, like, all of this goes hand in hand. And now, like, as life goes, I'm like, now I know why I was drawn to this audio so much. Now I know why, like, you know what I mean? It's like second nature to me. Like, you know, it's just, you know, that's, that's like, everybody has... I think everybody also they I, I you know what I was I was talking to somebody about this I think somebody attach everybody attaches to su- themselves to one sense in particular and I feel like people like us we're like we're like the audio it's like the ear the yeah. ear the ears and you know what I mean so like all of this is dope like the binaural beats it's funny you talk about that because we we're always trying to manipulate sound and use it for example yeah. we're like we're like okay how can we get people to like like our music and da la but like messing with the science? So we sometimes yeah. we put binaural beats in our music. Check this out yeah. in our music, and we're just trying to like create some like recipes underneath. You know what I mean? Like it's more yeah. than just a song. Like like what you know what I mean? It's more than just a song. It's like a whole science. It's a whole science, and now, you know part of it is. This, I wish- let me ask you guys this question now that you've touched on that subject. Okay, when you write or produce a track, um, do you guys believe in the sub- subliminalities of a song, like actually inserting 
<laughs> <Que scuba. laughs> the subliminal message behind a song because you're trying to get a message across <coughs> indirectly and you either embed it like i remember for a lot of hip-hop artists i used to put a i believe it was a signal generator um at i believe it was like maybe four four twenty four hertz or something like that just really layer it back and it would trigger uh different emotions and different um different responses from from the listeners um do you believe in that shit like actually like a lay not not, not even a layer but kind of like something in the background that's going to trigger a specific emotion from people just by listening to the track and you can't even hear it yeah that's a all right um there's all kind look if you actually get deep into it there's so many different um hertz that gives you a certain uh thing like i think it's like 111 hertz if i'm correct yeah that's like the cure for cancer holy shit really look it up i'm not making no factual shit up or anything like Ooh. that i know it's something i remember like reading it's like it's something in the low low vibration can actually cure up and like it, it uh disorients the freaking uh, cancer cells it, it, it's some crazy shit but that's why people go in a lot of those uh sound um not not a sound cube how would you explain it? it's like where you go and it's, it's this thing and it's pitch black so you're telling you in your mind and they'll have wow, all really vibrations playing and shit me and him did it once um but it was different it was through the uh the uh, bath uh the salt um sound bath no 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 yes. uh was that it? The woman did in Costa Mesa. I think it, it, was, it was something like that. It was like some some upscale place where like you lay in this pot of like of like water of like this, and it's like thick with salt, like hundred pounds of salt. Whoa, and, they, and, and they put they play binaural beats. They play binaural beats in yeah. there, and it's like Whoa, you know what, what I mean? Fuck? Yeah, Dang. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's different things that we've like ventured out, and we're we're just yeah. kind of testing. We see we see what works, what doesn't. You know, like you know what applies. Another theory. This is another one that like you know is worth looking into. You know, this is I can't prove anything, but like you know, how, is a theory of like how they built the pyramids, and one of it it was like yeah. it wasn't necessarily aliens. It was that you could uh with through frequencies to certain hertz you could move anything basically and shit yeah like it's accumulation of frequencies but like either way these are the kind of things that i've I've had a passion for like i look into it like as soon as i heard about that thing you know what i mean like you know what i mean and it was like an upscale thing because like athletes you know big athletes or you know what i mean big people were doing it and shit you know wow no shit yeah yeah I, I got it. Hey, we, I got us in. I got us in for free. It was there trying to charge us like sixty bucks a pop or something. <laughs> I worked out some shit like, like you know what I mean. Like I played some magic on it. Shout out! I remember, I remember um, an old instructor, Scuba. His name is Matthew. Remember Matthew Cloth Hunter, tall. Oh, Mateo, Mateo. He was cool Mateo. too. He was cool too. He had. He's a sound bath uh, instructor. Hey, and that's he was high. telling me about different uh, different frequencies. He would show me these crazy like instruments he would come out with. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? What the fuck? He and he would. He's the one that kind of turned me to um, a lot of the um, Himalayan monk. 
um, frequencies. And I was just like, whoa. He's like, yeah, but this is very devoted type of frequencies because monks only serve one person. That's their God, nobody else. So you basically have devoted yourself to like a nun um, and you're free of marriage. You're free of everything. You have to retreat and just be one with God. And that's it. You don't serve anyone else. And I'm just like, fuck that. That's a, that's a, that's a decision that you're just going to leave everything behind and that's it. Your, your, your sole purpose is to serve one entity. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't know if I could do that, but I'll it's give a, it, I'll look, give it a year. Like just yeah, yeah. We showed you all that shit, man. And just like 432. Yeah. 28, uh, seven, I think it's 720 something, 26 or something. Um, each of those brings out a different emotion. So it's yeah. like, say I got like some hyped ass trap shit, like on some fucking like, you know, I'm, I'm going to fucking, you know, smoke you type shit, right? If it's yeah. that, you give them a frequency, it's going to get them kind of irritable, like, oh, you know, antsy and shit. So I would have that like at negative 35 or some shit, even maybe throw a reverb on it, just a message you guys, and I'll have it so low, you're not going to hear it unless you actually solo everything out in the mix. Whoa, so, no shit. So if it's yeah. more of a, a like spiritual type of dope ass vibey track, then I'll switch up to my other hertz. I'll go a little bit lower from 528. And then I'll give you more of a relaxing at peace with yourself one type fucking uh, interesting in the background. But you think it's just this artist in the song and it's oh, it's so fucking great, but really there's something in the background that's mm. really that extra umph to it. It's like adding the balls to the, you know. Whoa, that is fucking trippy. Okay. Yeah. There's okay. there's there's the yeah, there's different scenarios. He, uh, he touched what it was dope. And there's different scenarios how you, we can manipulate the sound, our, how we like our mix. Our mix, I yeah. feel like it's like a recipe now. Like yeah. the recipe we got now, it's just like it's so intricate and everything. But like also the fact that we've been doing this for a good while now, yeah. which makes it what I could used to do in four hours, I could do in one. You know what I mean? Uh, we, could yeah, just exactly. dial, we could dial it right in. It's, it's, so, it's so easy now. It's just like, what do you want to sound like? Play yeah. a reference track and bam, bam, you know, slapping effects left and right. You know what I mean? You know, what's, what's interesting is, is Scuba should bring up the, the hype part of, of not, not just a song, but sometimes an entire album or even a film, regardless of what you're, what you're producing or what you're mixing or cutting. Um, which brings me to this next question, which you guys can definitely chime in. And, and this is something that I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, okay. And the question is, does the media go out of its way to create hype or to scare the public? And should this be allowed and what could be done to control this? Um, I think the answer is evident, but how are they doing it? And again, use your media sense. It is, are these media companies, whether they're mainstream, independent, whatever, do they have a formula Mm -hmm. to create what scuba was explaining anxiety mm -hmm. uh relaxation um uh extreme focus like what what do you think they're doing that no one really comprehends except people who have actually been in the business and should it be allowed and what could be done to control it because the, people think it's out of hand um or do you have to educate people on it is my question. So do, do you think the media has a set formula 
to basically hypnotize people into believing shit. As soon as you started this podcast, you talked about the books you read about manipulation. So you think they're not on it? Yeah. With 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 those dudes, um, they do so much shit in people's faces, and people nowadays forget about it and go on with it. Like if if you want to say, think about it. Remember the 2012 Olympics? Remember oh, when they absolutely satanic freaking big old wizard in the sky with like pyramid? Like I don't look. I'm not knocking anything. It could be a set designing. We've worked in the film industry. We get it. Um, but for me personally, I'm like, bro, there's almost like some other type of shit with this. Cause think about this, bro. Like you said, should we educate people? How many people want to be educated nowadays? How many kids really give a fuck nowadays? They don't, they're mostly yeah. on their own. So it's all like f for how I see it, the media has a lot of the main, um, mass populations in LA, New York, Texas, you know, the main cities online. Yeah. Which is why you have people move out to the boondocks in the mountains to get away from the shit, to get away from like the poison that you can get. Because I mean, come on, bro. Like we said from the beginning, it's energy. So if you wake oh, absolutely. up, you're nothing but negative and negative and negative and negative. How the fuck is that going to like treat your whole characteristic when you're talking to your friends or going to your uh, family's house or any of that shit? So, like, so before I forget, Scuba, and I'll let everyone know because I forgot the name of the book. Um, it's called the 48 laws of power and it's at target for 14.99 what fuck target let me see <laughs> so that's uh that's the that's the book that's banned and you know you going back to what you're saying um what other types of manipulation is there and, and okay i know everyone's more more focused on what's going on right now with covid19 and stuff like that uh and um, I, I, Chooks, I honestly believe that you could only have so much fear instilled in, in, into people. They're going to start either defying you um, because it's a fight or flight response. You know, you're either going to fight it or you're going to fucking, you're just going to jam. And hold on, Boris, what's up? If you don't have a backbone, you're fucked. You'll believe and anything the media says, that's so fucking true. And Anthony, read how to lie with statistics. What the fuck? Are you serious? First, he shows me his Air Force manual. <laughs> he shows me this. You're blowing my mind, bro. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, it's fucking all right. Now, Mr. E. <laughs> but um no so give me an, right. oh, give me an example chooks of media manipulation that you know you're like oh what the fuck and you you deliberately caught it firsthand whether it's on tv in person whatever and you're like oh so this is how it fucking works bro like mm. yeah and your fucking so this fucking heck came on yeah it's just, it's a lot of it is fear mongering, you know, like fear is a business basically. And they profit off this. All of this is profit. You know, I believe the there is a, an agenda apart from all of that. And it's not really to help out the main cause, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. you know, it, none of it is to help. I, I turn on the, the TV for like five minutes. I watch the news for five minutes. Don't even watch it. Just feel it, hear it. And like I start getting fucking anxiety just off all the bad shit. I'm just oh man, yeah. turn this shit right off. It just, you know what I mean? It's just instilling, instilling fear and and like you know, and that's how you control. It. That's how you. It's 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 a weapon of control, I believe. You know. 
like I, I don't understand. For example, it, we'll take let's let's use COVID nineteen as an example, Scuba. Why aren't they talking about more impactful things to actually not only help slow the spread, which we already know, you know, it's out of control right now, but they're not promoting how to keep your immune system healthy. They're not promoting, okay, yeah, you can get vitamin D, go out and get some sunlight. No, they're deliberately telling you to lock yourself in your fucking house yeah, basically. and become a heroin addict, dude, because that's what they do. They just don't come out and they just, they're hermits, man. And, you know, no disrespect because it, it hit me in my home and, you know, I, I, I luckily didn't, didn't, didn't get diagnosed. It came out negative. But I see, I see what it does to families, man, and it fucking destroys them. And my boy here, Anthony, on the comment on the comment section, um, he he barely recovered not too not too long ago, and now he mentioned not reporting on recovery, right? Uh-huh. Of course not. It's like there's no why. Why aren't you giving us the light at the end of the tunnel? Is my question. And it's no, it's because it's all the the agenda that I I strongly believe in. Chooks is just to make money, man. That's the main yeah. thing. Yep. How it's, do you make business. so much money off of this? And it's business. tracing back to January. People, if they knew that about this COVID nineteen, approximately a year ago from maybe this week, mm-hmm. they were already making moves in the stock market as of January. Just for the 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 vaccine development, and they cashed out. The, these people are gonna cash out when these things are being passed out like fucking, like like fucking, you know, new customer joints at a dispensary, dude. Why 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 did all the CEOs step down? Why is it like a lot of you know a lot of people knew something's gonna crack, and well, certainly did, you know. Yeah, let's see what Bodhi says. Some people love novelas. But some people live to believe what the media has to say. Too much power and way too easy to reach out to, to, to so many people nowadays. Too bad that power is not being used for more impactful things. And I totally agree with that. Yeah. And um, shit, he said, wait till the meds hit the pharmacy. Dude, I am already getting emails from CVS saying you can walk down the street. And get your COVID-19 vaccine. And guess what, Chooks? I am I'm going to take it. I'm going to fucking take it, bro. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it and I'm going to document every single day till maybe a year and then some just to see if there's any side effects or anything because I've done the flu shot every year and um, I've been okay so far. You know, who who knows? I mean, I don't even know what the fuck is in it. I know there's either a live uh, culture that's in your nose because they have the nasal or they have a diluted version, uh, kind of like a, a weak version with proteins and all that shit into the inject you in your arm. Um, but the reason for that, Chooks, I did it is because I got I got hit with the flu really bad in 2013, seven years ago. Like literally, I was like, oh shit, like what the fuck is this? And they convinced me to take the flu shot, but ever since I took it, this is just me. I haven't got sick with the flu since. So there's again that's the the light the light at the end of my tunnel however i've known people who have done the flu shot and they just do not they have really bad reactions bro um that's why yeah people hey, do not read the disclaimer they have to read it your story is the same but reverse for me so as soon as oh. i stopped getting those shots 
I stopped getting sick completely, damn near. Like I, I really rarely get sick. Um, it's me. It's weird. Really? But before I would get sick. Yeah, like I would get shots and I would be getting sick. And once I stopped taking the shots, I was just like, I never. I've not gotten shots in like 15 years, and like, right. I, I like I really rarely get sick. If I do, yeah, I'll be like a day or two. But like by the second day, I already sweated out and then kind of back to normal. But yeah. I had um, I had some but, scuba. I had some. What happened? I said, there's so many medicines. Like, I was talking to him earlier. Like, he even said, bro, just, you know, drink, like, a hot-ass tea, take a nap, sweat that shit out. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, because um, yeah. there's, like you were saying with, with, the, with the media, they govern so much shit. People can't see natural, holistic remedies you could use from around the world. You could even order this shit right. online. They'll deliver from around the freaking world. You just pay the shipping. That's, like, almost super um, spices, super, like, foods, you know, that's great for your, like, self and shit. Yeah. Oh, you can't type it in on Google. They're just how you go get a shot. But yeah, and and I know what you mean because there's a lot of and I'm not knocking the holistic community, dude. There's a lot of good things out there, and um, but you know, for all this stuff to be the end all be all, you know, it'd be it'd be foolish for me to say that. Even with a fucking vaccine, um, you just have to as as a human being. Uh, would you guys agree that you just have to find what works for you and your family, and maybe maybe just you for now. And it might just be like, I know people that live, have lived on McDonald's for the past 40 years and they're still fucking alive. Not a single fucking blood lab has come out bad with triglycerides or cholesterol. Believe it or not, that's the trippiest shit to me. So yeah. I, I don't even know yeah, like how to explain that shit. Yeah, sometimes to each is Bodhi said, you are a parent that puts a lot of pressure. Oh, actually, we're all dads, man. Believe it or not. Um, that puts a lot of pressure on how to deal with all this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. We don't want our kids to be exposed to any of this shit. Uh, a lot of stress on parents, especially if you're an old school kind of guy. I agree with you a hundred percent. And Anthony too, the homie here, um, he's a dad as well. And that that's the school, but that's the exemption that's going to end up happening for our kids to go back to school is um, because it, it, there's no law this is what I do know. There's no law that requires uh-huh. our children to, to get vaccinated to go to school. There is no law. I know that. You can get a medical exemption written by a doctor <laughs> and uh-huh. say, hey, I'm cool with my my son or tr- my son or daughter or daughters, plural, to not take this COVID-19 vaccine and enter a public school with other vaccinated kids. This is the anti-vax movement that, you know, I've been reading about for a long time. Um, but they do have their other immunizations like my kid does. Um, you know, I know a lot of kids, a lot of parents don't believe in that. Much respect to you. You're to think that you're a walking biohazard. That's that's subjective, bro. Um, that's up for discussion. I really don't know the science behind that, but I do know there was a measles outbreak at Disneyland. Chooks. <laughs> Shout out. And that that was yeah, that was that was a trip. I was like, oh shit, because that shit's airborne. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, well, right I, there, you know, I mean, right there is like a hot spot of like tourists and shit. So it's like you don't know yeah. what you get in that in that buffet and that little and you know, in those little walls. <laughs> those <laughs> little that that fancy little area right there. I mean, you know. Yeah. But they then get, they, they, they the, these anti-vaxxers that I know personally. They throw out the um, the herd immunity uh, term. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. 
Um, so herd immunity in, in layman's terms, like to just to kind of simplify it for you is say the three of us are roommates, right? And we see each other, what, every fucking day for 365 days a year, maybe even less than that. And schoolboy gets sick, right? We don't know he, what he has, whatever. And then I get sick and then schoolboy feels better. And then I pass it on to Chooks. Chooks feels better. We all get better. That's herd immunity. We have the fucking antibodies to fight whatever it is that we had. But then there's on to the next one. Then scuba contracts COVID-19. We don't know what it is. And I get it and vice versa. And then, oh shit, like now I can't taste anything. I can't smell anything. Oh, me too. Me too. Like, okay, we caught the same shit. Um, Scuba gets his taste back before I do. Mine doesn't come back for another two months. Chooks never gets his back. That's the kind of shit we're dealing with right now. And uh, true stories, man. I mean, I'm using um, anonymous fucking examples because I don't want to put these people on blast in particular, but um, that it's a trip, dude. I mean, I'll give you an example. Uh, my wife just got her taste back today uh, since November 4th. And uh, I, I remember Anthony here in the comments, he... Uh, I remember in the previous podcast, I think he, his didn't come back to like four, uh, he'll comment right now, but I think it was like 14, uh, 17 days or some shit like that. But bro, kiss your favorite food. I don't know what you love to eat, Chooks, but kiss, kiss that flavor, the smell. I mean, mine is King Taco and, you know, to buy it for my wife and she's like, I can't smell it. I can't taste it. I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, man, it's it's hey, tough, dude. Hey, you got you got to um. On another note, on quick t- on tacos, you got to come fuck with these East LA tacos on Atlantic on the street tacos. They're on some other shit. That's what that's the scuba but, told me, man. But, He's like, but, hey, hey, this is truck, yeah, yeah. But um, on that on that note, it's it's crazy because it's like, I mean, it, it's just so much to it and so much to go about it because like. For one thing, the you know the sickness is real. You know what I mean, and yeah. people are getting affected and 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 whatnot. At the same time, people feel like the rules are ridiculous. Like COVID doesn't, like you know the ten o'clock thing. You know I've been, mean, you know it's like yeah. I've seen that meme that at ten o one the COVID is already like licking its lips. <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that meme that being going around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. You know, and, and then like you know, and then the fact that they never told you, like, gave you advice, like, hey, exercise, or there, there's just so many things that, like, you know, information that that that. So the one thing that I do like that people are understanding that they made a conclusion is like at the end of the day, these motherfuckers do not care about us. We got to start caring about ourselves first, and I think yeah. everybody's getting that message from all of this. Like, hey, you know, I had to take care of my health. I got to, you know, I got to, you know, I got to be armed. I got to be ready. I got to be, you know what I mean? I got to be on my toes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Anthony said he lost his taste for about two weeks, but didn't completely recover from COVID-19 for a month and a half. And I remember him saying on the previous uh, podcast that, uh, fuck, he could not kiss or touch his daughters and wife for that, that period of time, dude. That fucking sucks, bro. Um, uh, Body yeah. said he's selling tacos on Pomona and Atlantic. Is it oh, right there? No, I told him it's it's on a it's on a not Ver, Vern, is, Vernon. Is it Vernon? Is it Vernon Verone? and, and, right, and so Whittier? Is it Verone? 
Verona. 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 Right across yeah. Verona and Atlantic, dude. Them little um, tacos a cabron. Yes. The best, bro. The nah. best. It's right by the fucking welfare office, too. I wouldn't say, okay. <laughs> right there. They're probably the best in LA. Look at Boris Palabra. And Anthony said, had to wear a mask at home the whole time, but what helped was taking a, a scolding hot shower and breathing in the steam and drink hot water with lemon oh, and honey every okay. night. Hey, so I got a question. Promoting. Uh, hey, I got a, I got a question for him. Um, did anybody around him, was anybody around him sick or was it just him? Did it spread? I, I actually, yeah, Anthony. when it comes down to taking a hot ass showers, specifically in the San Gabriel Valley, our yeah. water is so jacked up <laughs> that when you inhale the steam, it actually has bad shit in it that you're inhaling. I remember they came out with that shit in, in, in right, right hand, that little paper that shows like a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. I think it was <laughs> BP, <laughs> us, and Rosemead yeah. and Omani. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. But right here, like, Shut up. Yeah. Shout out to Baldwin Park. <laughs> Fucking BP, bro. Coming up. Real yeah. estate is hot, bro. <laughs> where, the, where the fucking with your where, where the, one of the oldest in and outs is, bro. I I, no. I still fuck with that in and out, dude. That's it's it's, fun. it's funny because they're King Taco. So uh, you know? nah, they're King Tacos, bro. But you know what King Taco King Taco for me, bro, is like um what's the what's the comparison? It, Kind of like my it, it my, takes you to your memory, like huh? Yeah, it's my yeah. nostalgia. It's like my, my McDonald's, whatever in the eighties and shit. But Anthony said, just he said, just me. But my daughter was sick a week before me. But they just said she had allergies that lasted two weeks. Fuck, even that's bad, man. Shit. Yeah, so yeah, that's damn. horrible. Maria Vega, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thank you. And then I had another guy from YouTube. Gaseous clay, quite frank, quite frankly, show. I think he well, meant, yeah, uh, Muhammad Ali to you, my brother. Mm-hmm. And then saludos, Arachito Park. Where the hell yeah. are you, boys? God damn it. But, um, so okay, so we I've reached a segment where, um, I wanted uh, what is called a you guys have heard of a lightning round, right? A what a lightning round. Realm? Explain. Yeah, Explain. A lightning round. A round. And yeah, so what this is, uh, I'm going to ask each of you a question, and you guys have to answer it at the same time. Nightmare. So, um... At the same time? <laughs> yeah, like, you guys, well... How's he going to know the answer at the same time? Well, I'm going to ask it, and then you guys just kind of kind of elaborate on your answers. So I don't want to um, oh, okay, okay. These, these are these are pretty interesting questions, and I'm just like, okay, well, just to kind of give, you know, people kind of a a, a, a synopsis of how your fucking mind works. Oh, okay. When you have to fucking answer on impulse, so gotcha. Um, actually, I'll do it one at a time. But if you if you feel to chime in, um, so I'll ask I'll ask Chooks. But if Scuba wants to elaborate on your answer and he gives a different answer, that's totally fine. So I'll start with I'll start with Chuk. So you ready? Let's do it. All right, ready? Okay. Texting or talking? Talking. Really? Talking. No shit. What you got to say about that, Scuba? Always talking. I'm not gonna text you. I'm gonna call you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
like, like, I'm and, surprised and, because I'm not and, used to hearing that answer. Because look, look, you can't slow it down. You bust out that sexy voice. Can't do none of that on a text. None of that. I Get agree, dude. Texting is the worst form of fucking communication because you you invent voices in your head sometimes, bro. Like uh, when when Scuba messages me or, or whenever, I can still hear his voice in my head, bro. And you too, Jukes. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, oh, I want to just talk to these motherfuckers. I'm like, okay, cool. But um, all right, you all right, Scuba. You ready for this next question? Favorite day of the week? Every day. Okay, Chooks. Please. Hey, I I highly agree. You know, I highly agree. <laughs> hey, all right, all right. Tuesdays, hey. Thursdays, sometimes. Hey. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the the cool thing the cool thing I will say about our schedule is that sometimes we get to make our schedules, so we don't hate Mondays like the typical way people do. Sometimes our Mondays are, is a Friday. We just yeah. start a job. On you know what I mean, so yeah. it's variation. So and I like that. I I I I I like not hating any day of the week. I like liking all the days. You know. What I mean? yeah. yeah. So, like I always tripped uh, out on how a lot of hair salons were closed on Mondays, so their Friday nights were Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. just like, why? How come you guys don't open on Mondays? He goes, we just don't. And I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Like here in Rosemead, a lot of the Vietnamese places uh, they close on Thursdays, mm. which is a yeah over here day. Tuesdays. Oh. Tuesdays is really? the days they close. Yeah, they figure it, for whatever reason they figure if you get a haircut on Monday, you have it for the rest of the week. But probably nobody's gonna come on Tuesday. Oh, interesting. All right, ne- are you ready for the next question? Uh, this Let's is for Chooks. Ready? All right. Let's would you it. rather be able to speak every language in the world, or be able to talk to animals? Animals, because no, I can. Oh, really? Hell yeah! Because I can still get across to people. <laughs> Hell yeah, I could still get my message across. I could still Google some shit. I could like I could do some sign language, you know what I mean? What whatever to a person, but to animals, like, come on now. I can see chicks fucking going up to people, hey, go go bite this motherfucker in the leg right here. Go. Hell yeah, take some, take some, take some DMT, go talk to the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that you know, speaking of DMT, uh Scuba uh was tell, talking about this shit last week. And I didn't even know it. It's a norm now. Like you can go and actually get it at a dispensary. You know, you just got to get good quality of it. Some dispensaries, not all. You can get DM. Um, if I, I, anybody out here in LA selling DM, did this for all you people listening, you better stop that shit. Really? <laughs> shops buying that. No. There's only. Oh, a- okay. I'm not going to say enough, but I will say this. No. You uh, good advice. <laughs> no. Good advice. So you you heard it yes. from Scuba. Don't buy LA DMT because it's basically laced with fucking uh, cat urine and shit. Fucking fentanyl. I don't know. Fuck. Don't even get me started on fentanyl, man. Shit. Mm-mm. No. But, but but if if you're looking for the fire of the fire, get yourself that bufo, that bufo alvario. Bufo. Bufo alvario. Check it out. Hey, ch- yeah. check it out. There. Yeah, check it out. That's <laughs> hey, that's the that's the one that comes from directly from a toad. Comes from a toad. That oh from, yes, yes, yes. Okay, in the, I've heard in about the Mexican this. desert. Yeah, it's called yeah. the God Molecule. Like, We're about you to go wanna, any of you uh, thrill seekers who are watching this want to get a little bit of a spike back in your lungs. Let's make it happen. <laughs> oh shit! 
All right, Jeremy. Scuba, you, this is your this is this is for you right here. Uh-huh. What was your first celebrity crush? Fuck. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Um, His girl's right there. <laughs> nah, like I'm, first I'm, celebrity I'm, crush. I'm, fuck. I don't know. I, as I can't think of as a kid, I don't know their names. Um, the fuck. first one comes to mind. Uh, it was the Pink uh, Ranger, bro, from Power Rangers. Uh, I, I don't have that channel. I, it was uh, a <laughs> that channel. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> this fool had an antenna uh, with a fucking uh, a gancho and shit. Who is um? You honestly, where my kid got uh, uh, fuck, man, he put me you, in a. I can't you know this one. Every everyone, every uh, every young. Child has a celebrity crush, whether it's a teenager or, or kid. I know that's that Disney Channel shit. That's something. Well, he said Gloria Trevi. Wow. Damn. I'll, I'm going to find it. Really? Oh, I, I, I don't think it's Hillary Duff. I don't think that's who that girl is. Hillary Duff was, um, what was her show? Oh, was it that girl from um, Topanga? Was it Topanga? I remember. I you had a show. From Boy Meets World, I think so. That girl Topanga, I was like, damn. Hold on, Disney shows two thousand. Jesus, <laughs> no, not Kim Possible. I'm not that dirty yet. As a kid, Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, man. When she was on <laughs> Who's the Boss, I remember that. Raven <laughs> was yours, Chooks. First of all, Raven was. Hey. Raven. Well, I remember different stages. I don't remember what level. It's funny you said the Pink Ranger because I think a lot of dudes that you know yeah. that had Pink Ranger too. It's just like variations. I remember Topanga, and then um, I remember when I seen Gwen Stefani too, and she was from Anaheim. I was like, "Woo, girl. yeah, dude, she was the punk rock queen, bro." At one point, everyone knew who she was, and they were like, "Ah, oh, like okay, she's dating the bass player who's still in the band." <laughs> oh yeah, then, um, hey, she's dating Tony once, Pinal, yeah, once once I heard she got with that cowboy dude, I was like, "Girl, you you fell off." <laughs> <laughs> like, give me your no, and no, no offense, no offense to country music at yeah. all. It's, it's yeah. dope, you know. I believe me when I tell you it's got it's got dope music. But this guy in particular is like seemed like a douche. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's like he's like the the poster face of like commercial ass. Um, Shakira during my teenage years, I oh, agree yeah. with that hundred percent because I actually still have her CD when she had red hair and she played guitar. Yeah, this is like 1996, 97, or some shit. Um, Yeah, all right. I'll I'll, I'll leave you hanging on that one for now, Scuba, but I'll choose this next one. You ready? (laughs) Let's go. All right. (laughs) Figure it out. um, Who has it easier, men or women? Men. You think so? Men. Think so? Yeah, we we gotta we gotta look. We gotta humble ourselves. We gotta understand that a lot of our habits are machismo habits that have been embedded years and years of in yeah. us, and we gotta undo this shit. You know what I mean? Like, like a woman is like the only being that could bring a you know bring navigate souls into this fucking through the portal through their portal. They got a portal, bro. They yeah. got a portal. They. You know what I mean? Like, like, 100%. come on, who the hell we think we, who the hell we think men are? Like, we need to take a step back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we got, we got it easier. We got to, we got to, 
you know we got to check ourselves a little bit you know i hear these women now absolutely you, you know what you know what's funny is uh my 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 um my friend of a long time who's also been out of the closet for a long time you know he's he's been gay his whole life um he still has um a very um you know masculine sense about him you know i'm not not disrespecting all of the the ones that are not but he's like hey bro like you know, I'm having a child, and of course, they had a surrogate mom, uh, mother for that. And he he basically still kept the relationship, as, and you know, he's he's double doing the double dad thing, but he still talks to the surrogate mom, and because he's grateful for that, he says, "Hey, man," he's like, "You have to remember, like you said, he used that word. He didn't use the word portal. He said that uh, females carry a dimension that us biologically as men cannot." bring humans to this earth yeah all we all we have is the of course the the seed to plant in the soil um he's like they're the ones that are basically growing the garden and i'm just like fucking bro and uh you know props to him i mean he's he's awesome uh but he made me see that in in a different retrospect i'm just like yeah you're right man because i remember one time um I forgot uh, some some one of our coworkers uh, had a miscarriage or something like that, and I just felt real bad, man, real bad because I we know shit like that happens, and for us guys, it's like oh shit, like we don't know what that's like, you know, we don't, and I'm just like fuck, man, like Jesus, like, and then oh you do Anthony has four girls, bro, he's a man. Cause we dodge the mental cycle yeah. in pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the right. hardest thing I, I had to go through was back pain, bro. That's it. And you know I get called a bitch for it. She's like, ah, oh, man, ah, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you like, get a little sciatica, and it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Scoobs, are you still? Uh, <laughs> Is he back? <laughs> He's still trying to find <laughs> out his celebrity crush. Uh, so true. I'm not gonna. Leave are you Are you ready for this, uh, Scoobs? Here we go. I don't think he's ready. You ready? What's it's up? a new question. It's a new question. It's a new question. New question, guy. Erase the board. Easy, easy, easy. All right. What's your favorite carb? All right. Is it bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Ugh. <laughs> Uh, he knows. <laughs> Unless you don't do carbs, okay. No, like I eat that shit, but I don't have like a. Fat. It's because he I needs just, fiber to go shit. He needs it to keep himself regular, bro. I don't blame you, dog. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't wake up like, oh, I'm only having two slices of toast today because blah blah blah. It's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> however, the toast avocado toast. Day. Like, hey, shit, all right. If, if we, <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> so, no, it's bread, isn't it? And, and, and by the way, this dude is very open about his stool movement. So, you could have a whole episode about this. He, he'll oh, be more than, he'll put you on game oh, about some shit. He really, <laughs> don't open up that. <laughs> about fecal if, implants. If you don't know about the squatty potty, you've been behind. <laughs> I I I know about the squatty potty, the squatty potty, bro. You don't want fingers up your ass when you're an old man. We all got to go through it, right? This how you get to that stage by taking your shit right. <laughs> it's a lot to explain, 
I told this guy and talked about it a thousand times. What it is, you basically sit down, but your eggs are elevated like this. <laughs> it's true, That's man. Let's see. Let's show people what the squatty potty is, bro. Look at this shit. That's exactly what it is, right there, bro. It's a squatty potty. She's because her her digestion her her digestion. And let, let's let's get a quick diagram here. Let's let's uh yeah. let's analyze this. Look at that. That's 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 incredible, bro. And look, look, look. at this form. Look at this. That's perfect form right there, bro. That's all it's right. at a 35 degree angle because normally we shit like this. It's funny. <laughs> Sorry, too. It's funny, trust me. At first I was laughing. I saw this on another <laughs> uh, dude talking about it, and um, but it made sense. And straight up, if I take a shit at the studio. It's not the yeah. same as taking the shit at the house, man. Look at I'll, that. Sitting, I'll look at that, but and then the squatting, bro. Look, <laughs> look at the, the look at the enormous difference in quality <laughs> of shitting, bro. That's amazing. She's happy because she knows that what <laughs> that everything that's in here that's gonna be in here is coming out one hundred percent, and it's ready for the next batch. Of shit. <laughs> this is awesome, dude. I mean, I fuck. Look at this. They got fucking kids squatting parties, bro. <laughs> That's incredible, man. Look at this shit. Oh, look at that. That's a satisfied customer, bro. Look at a fucking elephant at the bottom. Look at that. They even got like the hipster ones, bro. You know, it's made out of like rosewood and Canadian maple. Yeah, very rustic. And it's great for the environment. And then I go and bury my shit in the backyard for soil. I can make sure that the shit comes out 100% and I'm not left with a little turtle tongue at the end of the day. I don't know about that shit. It's when you gotta take it and you still feel like there's like this much that needs to come out, but it just how much? Like, how much? Not like that much. Fuck. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, everybody's. In I, I know, no, I know what you mean, bro. I know what you mean, especially like uh, I don't know if you've ever had like. Um, oh God. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you drink black coffee in the morning and then it triggers your your fucking bowels, bro. I don't. No. I don't. I really? stay away from that. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I know it's a bad habit. I know. I don't want to develop oh, coffee. More. Oh hell! Wow. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'm. You know, we work on film and on set, and and like there's a lot of cords running and a lot of equipment out, and so we work like easily like 16 hour days, and like sometimes I'm nodding off. Sometimes yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like standing up, nodding off, like but. You know, I just go back to the little crafty table. Um, this guy goes in his tapuki, little scante warrior. But, um, but, um, warning, warning, exactly. Nah, but, um, but you know, there's other ways I just didn't, didn't develop, but yeah, I heard that too. Somebody was like, Oh, yeah, I gotta take the sh my coffee shit. I was like, What the fuck is coffee <laughs> shit? <laughs> a coffee <laughs> shit? I was like, Oh, it's the shit that the coffee makes. I'm like, Why are you gonna drink the coffee if it gives you the shits? Um, but, but I guess it's a trade off. Like the coffee does, I get when I hit the DMT. Like right away, I'll go into this state of like one minute, oh, and then I'm like, Oh, I shit on myself. Hey, I was having this conversation with him yesterday. I, I swear on everything. That shit naturally detoxes you. So for me, too, after I come back, I'm like, oh, I need to take a fat shit. And I was like, rah-pa-pa-pa. And he said, rah-pa-pa-pa, bro. Here's why. <laughs> conversation. Your body said, conversation turned a little shitty all of a sudden. Hijo de su pinche madre. 
Wow. All right. Last one. And this is uh this this is the the thought provoking question that uh, that both of you are gonna offer to the youth of America and the youth wow. of of LA County and, and Orange County, whatever. Okay, you ready? This is for sure. both of you. And you guys, I'll, I'll start with Chooks first. All right. Tell me one mistake in your uh, professional career. Tell me one mistake in your professional career that you wish you would have made a lot earlier. And maybe it would have gave you a little bit more of a head start to where you are now. What's one mistake in your professional career that you wish you had made earlier? Like in my case, I wish I would have gone to school a lot earlier, like, you know, to, well, you know, in our realm, uh, early twenties, I, I, I didn't get to school till I was 30. Yeah. So what is, that would be mine. But, you know, what is one mistake in your professional career that you wish you would have made earlier? Like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. But okay. never. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, um, that's, that's a good thought. And I want to change up that narrative a little bit, actually, yeah. because I, I feel like part of that thinking could actually be, could throw you off. You know what I mean? Right. In a bad way. And he, here's the way I offer it. We always feel like we're late towards something. But what are we really late for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember, I remember like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember, I remember telling people, I remember telling people when I started going to school, like it already felt late too. And I'm like, yo, yeah. let's go to school. They were interested in the same stuff as me. I'm like, yo, let's go to school. You know, nah, it was too late. What you mean it was too late? Too late for what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, now if they had a chance to go back to the school, they would still go. And how long has it been? Six years ago. You know what I mean? I feel like as long as you, you like, like, I just went for everything that I've always wanted to do. So if you live with that, with no regrets, then, you know what I mean? Like, like for example, I'm going to give you another example. There's programs. We work on film now for mostly commercials and music videos. There's, there's these programs... And, and, and trip out on these facts. There's programs that you could get into that take two months, right? Two months. They are free. Yeah. They are free. They teach you how to be on set and now how to be so green so that you could work on the set. And they send you to these big paying jobs. And all of them are payroll jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they send you. So, so you got this that's for free two months. And guaranteed versus like film school and audio school, and yeah. and this you're in debt like thirty to fifty thousand, and you're not guaranteed anything in the audio school. You're oh, not, absolutely. you know what I mean. And and part of me was like, when I got into set, a part of me is just like, man, I I wish I would have found this program when I was just like right out of high school. And yeah. man, right now I'll be boom, 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 boom. And then I felt like, like you know, like an ungrateful hand, like kind of slapped me really quick. Like I felt like I was being ungrateful. Like, like dude, you're in it, regardless of how you got in here. Like you're in it. You know what I mean? The point is, you're yeah. here. The fuck does it matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so I, I don't know. I caught myself realizing, like, like, uh, like, yeah, we could, we could dwell on certain things, but if 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 we just do it and try it, and you just don't reserve anything back, I'm you can never, you can never go wrong, bro. Like. 
everything we've done that's led up to here that what we're doing and you know what i mean it's just because we've taken risks you know what i mean like right, right. when well, the first internship i got coming out of pinnacle college you know what i mean they told me to move to idlewild you know i was going to work on the audio for 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 a show on pbs it fucking blew my mind i didn't know what to think a paid internship when i was getting housed like i was like you know what i mean and like i just i didn't hold nothing back i just went i just went full force every time and like that you got no regrets you don't you know what i mean nice yeah yeah interesting that's one thing that um you know, uh, and I'm sure Scuba will give me his take on this too. Um, there's always this fear of the. It's always the what if factor. Like, what if this happens? And then, quite frankly, like you would, like Chuk said, you just you just gotta hit the pedal and all gas, no brakes. You know. But, Straight up. Um, how about you, Scuba? From my experience, you have to be uh, at peace with yourself as much as you can in order to like do what you have to because that's what we're all looking for right peace happiness you know what whatever it is we, we we want our families and everyone around us just to be safe and like prosperous in a sense so we'll yeah. get jobs we'll do things in life to work to so i guess in a sense when we leave this earth that it actually leaves something for our loved ones back yeah um, so i guess in like my uh in like my state of mind was kind of like man Everything really is like a learning curve. As far as regretting shit, nah. Because I still fuck up till this day, but I'll learn from it. And that's yeah. only you just have to like do shit. But when I say like be one with yourself, saying <coughs> when doubt kicks in, doubt is a motherfucker. Doubt is a reason why yeah. a lot of fools, not to knock anybody, like I'll, I'll respect all you cats, but a lot of fools did go and like dip out and do other things. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. guess they just gave up real shit like straight up and uh i think it's one of those things no matter what the fuck you do bro you 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 have to be on point with shit because everybody around you from your family to your friends everybody's always gonna have your opinion but as long as you kind of know what you're doing right with whatever it is you're trying to pursue you'll be good such as a song even even uh Chooks will tell me i'll be like oh it's dope then the next day i'll be like oh i don't know and he'll be yeah. like who gives a fuck even what I think? Who cares? What do you feel about it? As long as you're happy with it and shit. And yeah. like, it's really one of those things you need to have fucking confidence, bro. And a lot of fools don't yeah. have shit. A, uh, a lot of people not, not not knocking no one or anything because like everybody finds their own tune in time. But for me, when someone gets put down a couple of times, they're just going to give up and be like, oh, fuck it. I tried. And then they'll be that yeah. kind of Um, Bro, like shit. Like real shit. Like I was in my garage forever and you no, know i remember you t telling me about that and i'm just like man it's and the I, mean, I hate to use like, this guy as an example because he's kind of like the 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 build the, the richest man in the <clears throat> i don't know if that's the world but the country at least and yeah. it's jeff bezos yeah uh, jeff bezos started in his own garage too so literally bro <clears throat> and i was with there every night cold outside hot outside depending how the seasons change and um yeah one thing, one of my friends passed away and shit, uh, but before even he passed, he always told me, like, hey, bro, like, real shit, like, you need to drop some of this shit. And my other homie, too, said this, always said, like, all my people around me always tell me to to uh, release my shit. And uh, honestly, this year has just been kind of a little just, like, I'm not going to say it's the right time to drop music, but I'm not going to say it's the wrong time either. Right. It, those things like for me personally i'm like man like 
I guess I've been procrastinating a little bit lately. Yeah. So from my own personal way of it, it's like it's not that I don't believe in myself or anything like that. It just more or less I'm waiting for the exact time. So like right now, I have a fucking album that's been done for like three, four months already. Done. Mastered everything. Um, all I got to do is turn it into ASCAP, submit it to my distribution, and after just make sure, you know, everything's cool from there. Yeah. But uh, even then, it's all like I do have my little uh, thoughts sometimes that will kick in. Like, oh, man, you're fucking 27, blah, blah, blah. And you start thinking all this stupid shit. Yeah. And I'll, I'll literally just have to slap myself. Literally, bro, or just like hit myself over the head. It's like, nah, or I'll go exercise. I'll straight up work out real quick. I won't feel the same. So I kind of feel as soon as you get those like little ideas to stop doing what you know in your heart is going to eventually lead up to somewhere where you want to be. You just yeah. block it off, bro. Like, and I remember uh, that dude, Dan Penna. I really like that dude. He, he's from East LA and all that shit. He's this dude. I know who Dan Penna is, yeah. Yes. You already know. Anybody doesn't know him. Yeah. Look, basically, <clears throat> he said it's so real. It's it, it just like when it comes down to the people around you, he said to cr create a list. On, on the left list, write down all the things that you want to do from the very top to your most desired all the way going down. Then on this yeah. other on the right side, for one whole week, I want you to spend Sunday to Sunday and write every single day down with the people you met, what you talked about, blah, blah, blah. Literally have it on a notebook. Come back after that whole week, and I'll compare it with you and show you how out of all the people you met up with, that most likely none of them got you to achieving any of this shit. So, therefore, you ain't going to get any of this. And I was like, oh, shit. I kind of see where he's getting yeah. at. That's what me and him know about. Like, you are who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. You you know where we're at in our studio area. I could easily call up my friends and be like, oh, blah, 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 this and that, blah, 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 blah. But for me, it's not the same kicking in the garage shit no more. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's really not. It's like, nah, I have to pay rent in this place. And this shit Absolutely. ain't. Oh, I need to record people. I can't be recording for free no more. I'm past that shit. Right. That's why when me and him mix now, not to like trying to hype ourselves up, bro, but once you're done recording, it already sounds freaking mixed. Right. So once as a artist or anybody coming in starting to hear those things, you're like, oh shit, damn, this is really good. And when I get those comments, I know all those nights when I was in the garage thinking I was going to fail, now hearing at this point how fools are so just blown away by what they're hearing, I'm like, oh fuck yeah. So all those stupid ass thoughts I was having, oh, do this, do that, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But just all this, just noise that you absolutely wow, bro, it's tunnel vision. Because yeah. He yeah. can tell you the same, but when we get compliments yeah. for our work, like I remember not to bring up chooks like that and personal, but he told me himself, like when someone told him like how pleased they were with what he did, he told me that was like the first time really in his life, like, fuck, I'm actually doing something where people yeah. are like, appreciate I'm fucking good at it. And it's our own thing. It's not like we're working for some company and we're trying to be, yeah. the, you know, anything like that, bro. Like we're literally following what we're doing and like sticking to it. And we've, we've been, why do you think as soon as he got out of school, he had an internship while I was still going to school. I had an internship, even, Je even uh, Jess towards the end was even talking about, I might have to get kicked out if I don't start coming. And I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's why your advice when you told us, bro, we, we shot to the stars with that, bro. Well, yeah. ultimately, um, and I'll say this because you guys got it and you guys took it all, took it on your own and you guys made what you guys made now, mm. um, which I'm, I'm proud to see that you guys actually fucking stuck with it first and foremost, because I know a lot of people you mentioned, like you mentioned, just gave up. And this is just not something that you tinker with and you take up for like, you know, two years. Oh, I got my degree. Now what? 
No, it actually for you guys, it started while you guys were in class going through the whole curriculum. And one thing I, I learned quickly, uh, you know, before I, I you know, I, I didn't want to be uh, doing it anymore, like full time, like I was before. Um, and my story was, I just wanted to, you know, basically educate young minds because I was, I was starting to see a really, I was starting to see a really bad trend. And one of those bad trends, believe it or not, is no one knew how to get out of a bad state of mind. Everyone was stuck. Everyone kept telling, kept repeating the same story of their lives over and over mm-hmm. and nothing got done. That's the referring back to Dan Pena, dude. Yeah. You are who you surround yourself with because if if those people are have they're in sync with you with the same that's what they say misery loves company mm-hmm. if you keep telling and chooks mentioned a word that gets used a lot nowadays if you keep repeating the same narrative and you don't change it you don't tell yourself a, dis, a different story you don't get out of that funk mm-hmm. nothing's nothing's going to happen like right now um what's happening with the with the film and music industry is the story that everyone is telling themselves is, oh, there's no more money in this. There's no more money in this, which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Amongst a pandemic, there's still fucking money. Oh, yeah. By the way, so I just got word of this and I looked it up because I'm, I work in the film. Um, we just got labeled essential. Yeah. We're in the essential list now. So, like, that's kind of like, that's kind of good news for us. Yep. I mean, some of us have been working through the whole pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, just so you know, just so you know how it is to work on set a little bit now since the pandemic. About eighty percent of the jobs we take, we got a test for COVID. So I'm damn oh, near yeah. taking, oh, yeah. a, I'm taking a COVID test like once or twice every two weeks at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and then even then they got like a whole COVID team there. That's like constantly wiping, constantly telling everybody to be oh, six yeah. feet apart. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got it's like an OSHA feel a little bit, but like on set, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're just, you know what I mean? Like before you could walk up to the snack table and just get snacks. Now they got one designated person can hand it off. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just <clears throat> a lot of stuff is going on. It's still hard work, um, but that's that was a little bit of break that, you know, for yeah. the people in the film that like. We uh, we were it got labeled essential, so that's some kind of uh, you know, quebrada a little bit. Yeah, a hundred percent because that means that the the new quarter, which is you know the beginning of the year, um, is just going to be that much better for everyone else because yeah, what are what's probably ninety percent of the population doing right now is they're streaming everything, and guess what? They're running out of shit. They are, believe it or not, they're running out of new material. Yep. Um, everyone can't believe it. Oh, there's a ton of shit online. I'm like, but there's only a certain amount of companies that are offering these streaming services. And guess what? They probably reuse the same exact shows, regard, um, depending on the contractual agreements, of course. Mm-hmm. But no one's making new shit. No, and that's going to be a problem. And that's the, I call it the Hollywood hit because it's not, it, it was not deemed essential. Same thing with like uh, musicians playing at live venues that, that really, really had me like, whoa, wait, like, why are you 
obviously the the a lot of the infections are not are not really centered or pinpointed towards outdoor dining uh, and even indoor dining with with precautions um because if you have these protocols set in place like I'll use Orange County as an example um they in my opinion they did a great job of abiding with all all the state and local uh, protocols for COVID-19 and a, a lot of the cases did go down, but everyone knows that a, a lot of infections occur from the shit that you least expect, man, from, you know, co- coming over your friend's house, having a gathering for someone's birthday, you know, and, and then with me, I'm guilty of it. Fucking, you know, Mexican fucking kids birthday parties, bro. You know, it's, you know, you're, you're clanking modelos and cracking up piñata, you know, but no, that, that's, that's interesting because, um, it's like, you know, you, it exists, but it's just like, damn, it's like, it's like, we've all been guilty of like us going to these events, you know what I mean? Whether you choose your circle or not, you don't know. So it's just hard, but and then it's like to put tell people to like stay inside the whole time. That's damn near slowly going crazy. Yeah, it, these are sensitive topics, you know. Like, what do you tell the people? You know what I mean? Everybody's just, you know, just you, trying you can't to help it. Them, you can't see your family. I mean, you they're gonna it's do quite the hard. contrary. That's exactly what they're gonna do. So, yeah, and, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, Halloween parties. I'm guilty of that, Anthony. Fuck yeah. And Boris, uh, yeah, brother, don't even get me started on live performances. We got over 15 shows canceled this year, including a big festival in, in Monterrey, Mexico, in front of 40,000 people, man. And, sure. you know, Boris plays in, um, I, I call it, everyone calls it death metal. I just call it death. But nonetheless, it's it's music. It's sound. It's something that attracts a certain demographic and audience. And then, I mean, for us sound guys, you know, we have our musical preferences, but to us, regardless of the genre, all we hear is, you know, frequencies and sounds and pulses. But that alone is like, okay, like, is everyone tuned in to that narrative in sync? And the answer is no, because I compare LA County with Orange County. Orange County is in a whole different, um, they're on a whole different kind of frequency. Uh, and so, and LA County is, is static on one and that's why we're having the, the, the problem that we're having because you know, as well as I do, man, LA County is a very defiant County, man. We're very defiant. If you tell us to do something, if you require, if you're like, you're mandated to wear a mask, we're going to go like this, dude, that's what we're going to do, which brings us to our current fucking problem. And not to say that Orange County is not like that. Cause I went to Huntington beach and I was like, holy shit, like this is yeah. like people were walking around like nothing was happening. The bars were open, people yeah. were hugging. And I was just like, whoa. And I'm walking yeah. around with a mask. They're making fun of me. And I'm like, oh, what they the don't hell? Fuck over there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. And then I I saw some dude um, go up to some dude that was protesting BLM and telling him, oh, BLM is a fucking lie. It's all a lie. Coronavirus is all a lie. Like that, just really passionate, man. And I'm like, okay, that man is tuned in to a different frequency that's being, um, is being pushed very heavily on social media and the internet. That's what I'm saying. The spurt of disinformation Mm -hmm. has uh, uh, an attachment to it. 
that people are just going to be like, oh, no, like the people that know that I, I like to call, like, I like to consider myself a logical liberal, but I'm not really a liberal. Um, I just get labeled that because I'm not, you know, I don't side with the Republicans and I don't really side with the Democrats. I'm kind of in between, Um, you know, but at the same time, it's like, okay, sometimes logic is flawed um, because everything is subject, uh, subjective. Everything is up for discussion. Like, is there ever really just one fucking way to do things? The answer is no. And um, that's what I mean by it. And does that mean shutting down the entire fucking country, the entire state? I don't think so, man. It's it's never, it's never, it's never just black and white, especially with all these topics. It's just, there's so much, you know what I mean? There's, there's countries that did it with like no masks. There's countries that did it with all masks. There's countries that done it this way. There's countries that done it that way. I, it's it's crazy because it's like you know what I mean. It's like, like how many hey, here's the thing. Here, here, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Edgar. Like if you really, if you really think about it, like sometimes you just gotta listen to all these parties out. Even even some of these um even some of these people that are like you know that that believe in some of these crazy conspiracies and like one thing's for certain is that they can't trust the you know the government that's what yeah. they're realizing it you know what i mean so they're not wrong in some angle but but by trying to push out one agenda then that like one agenda where it's just like completely one sided then you know yeah. that kills a narrative so I, I i try to remain like neutral in this in in the fact that i just say everybody's right and everybody's wrong you know what i mean you know yeah. people want to say Black Lives Matter, of course, you know what I mean? Like, 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 obviously some people don't get it. That's why, like, you know, I could, you know, I could agree with them. But then they say, oh, it, it's also a corrupt organization that da la la and da la la I'm like, I also agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's yeah. true. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like the pandemic. You know, people are saying, like, the, the, the numbers are fixed. Like, and, 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 and I'll give you a quick story. I'll, I got to give this quick story. You know what I mean? Like, they say the numbers are fixed and to a point they can be. So um, one, one time I'm taking these tests. I was taking a test, right? This was an optional one. I was just like, I want to see how accurate this is, right? So I, um, it, and they give it to you to administer yourself, you know, to like swab your nose and they can tell you to go like, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and on one of those, I was just kind of like, okay, I want to see how accurate how accurate this is so i kind of i kind of like just went like down the side and then i just gave it to them all right whatever you know but you know like next day they're like basically like oh you're you're positive i'm like well how how uh how sure is this test they're like well it's a hundred percent okay now at the same time i was like i know i didn't put that anywhere near you know my nose or anything i know that but then at the same time, I can't play, I can't be like ignorant. So I got to, you know, I got to, I got, I, I quarantined myself for that day until I took a test. I had to set up another test the next day. That was the next mm-hmm. available test. So, and then obviously right there, I completely came, I came out negative and everything. And then I kind of, I asked them, I was like, Hey, you know, this happened. There's like, Oh yeah, I was just probably fake uh, a bad test or something. So I was like, you know, so basically was I still, was I a statistic for that day? And then they say, yes, yes, I was. You know what I mean? Yeah, when like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and like I saw it firsthand, like, and, and I knew, and I know this, and I know this. And 
but but then at the same time, just because I'm trying to say the numbers are flawed, doesn't mean I don't know the viruses fucking exist. So here, right. that's my whole thing. Like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. If you just try to push out one agenda, you're wrong. Just yeah. the yeah. truth. The truth speaks for itself. When you hear the truth, that's it. it. Just listen to people for one second, and they probably do have a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hear them out it a is, little bit. Just, uh, so Elon Musk, Elon Musk took four tests, tests. and one. I heard about this. And two came and back two positive, came back positive, positive two, back, two, two came back, back other oh, negative. That's why, that's like, why like, I know a lot of people that are people not doing that. Doing that's that. called a that's PCR, called PCR test. test. They're doing the antibody um, uh, viral draw, blood draw. Um, that's a lot more accurate because your blood doesn't lie. Uh, yeah. And at the same time, you can find other other things that you might have caught and might have fought. But, uh, I mean, none of this shit... Is, is ever going to be, it, it's, it's not going to take away from what's already been done. Um, you know, the, this shit went, happened. It's going to be almost a year already. And, um, you know, where our economy is, you know, it, it really it crashed in March. And, you know, now it, it's going to be, it's going to be a while before everything else just kind of, you know, heals itself. Cause there's so many fucking scars and blemishes, man, that, they're not going to go away overnight. It's going to take about maybe four or five, maybe six, seven years. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hoping at least we get a ray of sunlight uh, next year. And is the vaccine going to be the ray of sunlight? I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um, yeah. You know, it's again, it's it's all subjective. It's all for discussion. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, I just think that, you know, it's 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 all it's all subjective it's all for discussion he said you want to find out for sure go donate blood and they'll let you know real quick yep exactly and then body says whoever thinks that shit happens just because están jodidos there's a level of conversation way above way above our comprehension we're just in the middle taking all the bullshit and paying for others mistakes and fucking games I Pretty can't disagree much. with that at all, man. I mean, Pretty much. after, after reading, I mean, I'm going to read the, um, the book, um, that, that I just fucking blasted here on, um, on the podcast, the 48 laws of power. Uh, I'll let you know exactly what I find in there. And that's, that looks like a Christmas tree scuba. That's all I have yeah. all days, brother. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, uh, as how you guys are just saying about the whole shit stopping everything, King yeah. Taco bomb. Lucia's tacos down the block, some like family owned shit. They're closed down now. <laughs> They're not coming back. Here's the point I'm making. I even though I just threw it off real quick is because of this shit happening, it's killing all the small businesses, bro. Like mostly all yeah. the small businesses are not gonna make it, and even the the fucking loans aren't gonna help either. It's like barely no. gonna get paid. So no. Not to go back to the subject, but just saying, like, what one factual shit I do see that is not no conspiracy or anything is small businesses are failing right now miserably. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, which is why, like, we're really grateful for this because actually our studio has done good during this time. It's, it's given, it has given a lot, like, not, not just that, like, a peace of mind. Like, when the first, when the first, when COVID first hit and everything, you know, everybody got like taken out from their jobs completely, like everything completely yeah. shut down. And, and so and there was no filming being done. 
So right away that took away all of our jobs. So, you know, you know you're, you're going to get some bread, but you don't know when. There's a lot of uncertainty. You don't want to rely just on a system that, you know, whenever they want to disperse money. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's you like. Shouldn't, you shouldn't rely on that at, at exactly. all. Exactly. Anyway, you have more sources of income. So this this right here was a place. And not only that, just to, just to create, just to bounce ideas. Like this guy will be like, yeah. you know, he'll, he'll be playing his beats or, you know. We'll be doing that, recording tracks, mixing, yeah. mastering. Like, like, like. I really believe. Like, I have no hesitation coming to the studio, even if um, a client like happens to like lag or whatever reason. There's always work to do. Like, I, there's just so many projects yeah. I got. There's just so many things I can work on. There's so many tools right here. So many toys. It's just like it's just so many, so much to do. So during this time, yeah. I know like small businesses. I'm taking a big hit and it sucks because that, that's technically what we are. Luckily for that's us, we, we, we've done good. Um, also, the set of skills have come together right now to really good too. Like, like, like yeah. we feel really confident about damn near any project we get now, you know, like we yeah. know we can emulate whatever sound they want. Um, so like, even when you, Edgar, when you said about that video editing shit earlier, you technically taught me that if you remember my I'm the I, if I'm correct, I'm the only one at Pinnacle who did the fucking uh, uh like just a video in general, and you tell yeah. me, hey, here's iMovie. See what I mean? Yeah, and I, I I basically gave you the tool, and like Chooks oh. mentioned at the beginning, uh, it's what you did with it, and hence came that um, make your own reverb uh, video. Um, that was. But, it was great. Post your guys' info here. I would like to check y'all out. Uh, damn, we're going on two hours and 25 minutes. Damn, that's pretty damn good. Uh, this is this is the uh, the IG right here. That's uh, the IG. Olympus. Uh, you can also follow Scuba on IG and, of course, Chooks. Um, <clears throat> I mean, shit, on this, is, uh, this is the on one. IG, you can, you can, that's a pepperoni nipple. Oh, my God. That's right. Eh? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Hey, hey, this dude will FaceTime me with some shit like that sometimes. It's just like <laughs> I don't even know. What, I don't even know what to think. It's the time to do that. Do that. That's friendship. That's uh that 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 you can't. Those are precious moments, bro. Those precious are precious time. moments. <laughs> but uh, any any last any uh I guess Jerry Springer type fucking final thoughts that you guys want to share before we we end here. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. I think I touched on a lot of um, the things that... Uh, Wait, we didn't talk about those crazy-ass things that were moving around, right? Oh, the monoliths? Mm-hmm. Or ah, but they, they turned out to be illegally installed in the uh, the ground. Um, oh, and someone saw it being taken away in a truck, is what I discovered. So I got, yeah, all, I got all excited for nothing. There, there's a monolith right now in my hat. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, it's illegally uh, implanted in your hat, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, but um, I mean, I guess, I guess, final thoughts on a wild show, just like Jerry Springer. Yep. Is yep. um, I guess just um. Just and this time is like it's actually really a time to like 
I know a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff, but I think one of the biggest things that you could do right now is like self re is just realization. Just realize what's important in your life. You know, where, where it starts, go back to the basics. If you don't know where it's at, just go back to the basics, who you are, go back to what you love doing, you know, what feels good, what feels at home, tap in with your people, tap in with, you know, your family, you know what I mean? Go out, go on fucking hikes, just tap in with the most basics, you know what I mean? That's that's where I think yeah. that's yeah. where we're at right now. That's where we all got to take a time out right now and just do a little bit of like, you know, breath. breathe a little, you know, like, you know, reevaluate your life, what's really important, you know? Um, everybody's taking a loss during this time, yeah. believe me, everybody's taking a loss. But it's like, you still got a roof over your head, you still got food on your table, you still got you still got a lot to be thankful for really we we really do have a lot to be thankful for regardless and you know what i mean we'll get through it yeah. like homeboy said earlier we're just stuck in the middle playing this other people's games sometimes and i believe oh, that to absolutely. the fullest i believe that to the fullest so you ask yourself what can you do i'm gonna tell you right now just keep finding the good fight just simple shit you know what i mean just be good to the next person you know what i mean yep, yep. just fucking keep it keep that good shit going you know what i mean you know what i mean and like and you know i think i think eventually we'll be good you know what i mean but yeah, yeah. we gotta purge a little bit we gotta purge a little bit you know obviously be before it gets good it's gonna get a little ugly that's yeah. just the only part so that's what we're dealing with right now we're just seeing Absolutely. the ugly part but we got to filter out all this. It's all coming to light is what's basically coming down. It's it's everything's coming to light now. So it's like you can't go on without, you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? I love America, but like there's a lot of stuff that's going on that you can't, oh, ignore. Yeah. you can't go to the next phase. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got to like have real conversations with, with. so it's going to get ugly. But believe yeah. me, when I tell you that it's, it's all for the better and we'll be in a good place soon. Yeah. yeah. Scuba Scuba looks like he's one of those ghost shows, huh? Like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, true story. I called him on a Friday night. Hey, true story. I called him on a Friday night one time. I just like the notion of like, hey, let's go to a bar or something. And like, hey, I'm all like, let's go to a bar or something. He's like, I'm like, where you at? He's like, Oh, I'm in some house, some abandoned house. <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm looking at the time. It's like 9.20. And I'm a Friday. Friday at 9.20 o'clock at night. I'm like, what are you doing there? Oh, just exploring, getting video, getting getting reverbs. getting. I'm like, oh dick. Like, most people would be partying right now. Are you with anybody? He's like, no, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I think the place is haunted. I was like, this guy. Fucking <laughs> ghost hunters, bro. Yeah, and he, he FaceTimes in pitch black and shit. I'm just like... <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, but you know what? I can respect that. I kind of, but like, I was like, all right, this guy, you know, he's serious about his shit. It's like, he wants to go get, you know, he wants to go get his reverb. So shit, I'm like, all right, cool guy. Get your, get your your reverb, my boy. Interesting. (laughs) That is uh, that actual old plantation um, all got knocked down fenced up so they might rebuild it I, I know it's already owned by someone but uh no shit it was a trip bro like it was like a legit like um you ever seen the conjuring maybe conjuring like just picture yeah. the like amityville horror house or conjuring this one of those that it's just like a big plantation bro no shit 
that one gigantic house in the middle look like they had like slaves there like in the 18 1700s <laughs> ah, like for real though, though, like I'm not yeah and this guy's over there fucking uh, on a friday night i'm just like all right though but i respect it though like <laughs> wow interesting yeah yeah how about but, you uh, what, what are your final thoughts man I mean, shit, well, all the points we talked about, um, stay true to yourself, stay one with yourself. At the end of the day, if you're not right with yourself, you can't be right with nobody. Uh, fucking what else? Um, don't buy DMT from the shops. That shit is trash. <laughs> um, freaking, uh, yeah, I mean, just start tuning in more often because next week I want to yeah. talk some actual ghost and alien shit. And I'll actually send you pictures. That way you could actually show everybody. Oh, Yes. So we develop opinions, and I'll tell you the story and all that. Okay. Um, you know, but yeah, definitely start tuning in more. Follow us at our what we're doing. Um, you know, shit. They yeah. come check us out. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. come check us Again. out. Hey, I'm inviting everybody right now, especially you too, Edgar. Um, you know, come jam out with us. You know what I mean? Come have a session with us. Yeah. Like, let's see what we can do right here. I, I'm pretty sure there's something we could do. We got a lot yeah. of toys and right where, here. Where the, where the studio is located. And, of course, DM for more info. Um, yeah. Is so actually it's, where, it's actually where I grew up. So I'm very familiar with the place. Um, and I'm just like, ah, oh, you guys are over here. This is such a trip because I, ne- I would never think that. Yeah. People would have actually uh, devoted themselves to this craft in a very needy uh, environment, such as you know that place. Um, and it, it, I mean, if if that if you, if, if if Sound Olympus was uh, available like twenty years ago, that would have been our spot, man. Because I was playing in bands constantly in that area, and we had to drive all the way down to Santa Fe Springs, Riverside, just to get studio time. And for yeah. you guys to come in and just just keep it, keep it, I guess, hybridly traditional is what I use because it's no longer real to real. It's no longer ADAT. It's not even cassette tape. Um, you bring a, a different element with not only the education and the skills you guys gain, but also uh, the artistic standpoint that you guys know about. Because, fuck, I still have your autographed copy of Sacred Blasphemy, Chooks. Hey. That's you right. autographed it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Hey, you need to you need to sign this for me because I don't know what's gonna come out of this. So I'm gonna save it. It's still in my drawer. Yeah, that dude. Um, we had some production from Big Duke from the Psycho Realm. Yes. You know, Shout out to Big Duke. Yes, they had a. But, um, they had, yeah, you know they did their thing. My respects to them. They're like a respectful group you know i mean I, I followed him since i was a kid too uh i know yeah. I'm, I'm a little i'm a lot older than you guys but um you know the, the, uh, growing up and you know not only city terrace not only south central but also right there in that area east la commerce anywhere by the seven by the freeways i like call because i was a freeway kid growing up um that that's those are two groups that you heard about with cycle rum and cypress hill and um yeah. You know, uh, in, in the midst of all the gangster up that's going on, you know, um, it was, you know, all my black homies are saying, oh, check this out. And, you know, not, no, no Latinos, no Chicanos are really coming out out of the woodwork and doing shit until they came out. And I'm just like, oh, OK, cool. We can do this, too. Awesome. And yeah. um, no disrespect. And it wasn't anything like a race or anything like that. But 
Um, it was just like, Hey, like, you know, where we can do it, you know, it's an art form. Let's, let's say we, let's take a crack at it. Let's just our, add our own style for it. it. Basically what it was, is it was like a reverse engineering of a style and it stuck dude. And to this day, I mean, I've seen one of B Real's paychecks from a smoke out tour when I met him uh, at the Rainbow Bar and Grill back in 2004. That guy was making a hundred thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, and I'm just like, and he showed me the check. He has not. He didn't cash it at the uh, at that time. Um, and he told me why, and it was uh, he used the word um, save it for taxes because we work independently. And I'm like, what? I didn't know. Like. To later to when I met you guys that uh, dude, even big artists are still, they're either S corps, LLCs or DBAs. They just find a way to not only just pay themselves, but also pay as, as, as little as tax as possible without the fear of getting audited. I um, mean, you still got to pay taxes back. You still got to account for your deductions, but when you're making a hundred thousand dollars an hour, you best believe the IRS is going yeah, yeah. Well, yet. You know exactly. but uh be sure you also follow them on instagram guys uh scuba chooks and of course sound olympus uh and again i want to thank you guys for being on uh hey, we're thank run you back because uh, obviously we've been we've been on a roll with this shit i mean now, now that i got larry on on the podcast so uh let's 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 shoot for maybe if not next week the following week i'll give you guys a. uh, uh topic and maybe scuba can fill us in on some pictures too of some of the paranormal shit he fucking found so mm. but um hey, nonetheless I, I, hey thanks thanks for tuning in guys and thanks you thank thank you two for being on uh we'll see night. you in a couple days appreciate right. that peace peace